coffee. Ugh. That's a thing. Feel good about my life now. Whew. Anthony's thumbs up. Me. People can see him. Geek Domination <laughs> Podcast. Welcome. Today is Sunday, February 14th. My name is Cody Spitzelberger. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Everyone you look to your left Valentine's and kiss God. who is there. Zane, <laughs> I got you a Valentine's Day present. Yeah, you did. It's right here. It's sponsoring our podcast today. It's sponsoring. Uh, uh, this podcast sponsored by Lucario's Amiibo. Yeah, just his Amiibo, though, not him. No. He was too expensive to get. I got to get those Amiibos. Yeah. I, damn I, Fire Emblem Amiibos. It's a problem now. I have, like, 12, and it's a problem. I'm running out of room on my desk, and I, I need to get it. all the Fire Emblem ones because I have none I of them. I didn't get the ones I want still. So they all just give you the characters and fates. That's all I do, right? And items and Remember, dialogue there's a, there's and an interaction you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Isn't okay, it like so almost just... like a Pokemon fight where you uh, fight them and then they're on your side? The, at the end, at okay. the end, and then you get them. But then before that, they like randomly appear in uh, your castle and you, they oh. talk to you nice. and cool. you have a little discussion. Can I just go borrow John Luke's? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You might be able to. <laughs> so we're just gonna. We'll Raid have a collective, and John Luke's. Let's we'll have a collective Fire Emblem Amiibo stash. <gasps> Could we? <laughs> great. I've I've been looking like everywhere I go. Like I just can't find any yeah. fucking. Yeah, Fire no. Emblem Fire Emblem definitely draws those those Amiibos out. Like that's the thing is they restocked them with that. Remember that announcement? They made it just for. They're like, we will do a restock, and it's part largely because of Marth. Because he's a fucker. And and then they started announcing the other ones after that, like Ike Roy. Fucking. It's. I mean, the pre-order Lucina, hype has kind of died down at this point. It has. Like, you walked into the GameStop over there when Lucas came out, and there was just, like, 40 just chilling behind the desk. Just walked in, gimme. Yeah, I kind of feel like after the, <laughs> the initial gimme. big push, there was this just heavy sigh in the community, and it was just like, yeah, we're okay, we're good, we can pick them up whenever. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. The yeah. only reason why I'm reinterested again is because I want shit in my Fire Emblem. Yeah. yeah. Five more days, boy. It's okay. I, I just need to go pre-order Wolf Link, like, the Amiibo in-game. And and crack out on Twilight Princess again because I Doesn't love that. I'm pretty game. sure that game comes out the same day as Division. It probably it's does. The same week, if not. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm like, oh, I need to get. Well, I, I know where 120 it. bucks of mine is going for my tax return. That was my thing. I was like, I need to get a Wii U to play Twilight Princess, but damn it, Division. Damn it, Fire Emblem. You can't. Can't do it. Broken. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try. Like Fire Emblem and Division is going to be too hard. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't add. You did get your Wolf Link, though, that. right? Yes. Okay. I, 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 I figured this going to get it. That's what I thought. Okay. Even if this Twilight Princess sits on a wall for a while. That's cool. But anyway, podcast. Let's do that thing instead of stalking here. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking weirdos slurping in the mic. Engaging like, in fucking, conversation. Fucking weirdos. Yeah. Our topic today is going to be Assassin's Creed and a big announcement that was revealed by Ubisoft this week. It's really uh, they that, are waiting. Yeah, it's really not that big. We knew this was actually coming, yeah, but yeah, the confirmation yeah. is cool. So we're gonna we'll t- talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about the movie, what we want to see from the next game, especially after Syndicate's success. Yeah, and coming off tales of old rumors and seeing what we might be able to gleam from those. Get that information out there. Um, yeah, so the first thing that's up is Activision and Blizzard had their earnings call re- this past week. Yes, they did. Their 2015 quarter four. Yep. Oh, shit. Which was is... a big selling period for them. It was huge. couple things. Uh, we'll start off with the mainly Blizzard stuff. There's a couple things I want to talk about in here. The biggest thing, there's talking about Legion. But in here, it says Legion is expected to launch in the summer window following June release of the Warcraft film by Legendary Pictures. 
get that hype tray rolling. Yeah, no kidding. Get general audience do. seeing that film going, I maybe I'll check out Warcraft now. Which and for, and the they thing, won't realize that everything looks so much more ridiculous in the game now. That's true. And off of this, there's actually a rumor speculating where this comment was some survey yeah. that Blizzard was Blizzard sending out to people. Out, yeah. And it was like, do you think people would be interested in this package? And it's basically a package of a ticket to the Warcraft movie. And, and it included World of Warcraft, all the expansions, mm-hmm. and some game time. And I think like a pet or something kind of cool. And which, a pet. And a pet. <laughs> which, which then I brought up like, yeah, that'd be cool. Because, I mean, uh, during holiday, I jumped on the... Eighteen dollars. Say eighteen for the entire thing. Eighteen for every Warcraft piece of content up till current through WAD. Yeah, so I just need to grab Legion yeah. at this point. Pre-order that with a ticket. That'd be cool. Yeah, probably. I mean, everybody loves those bundles. The bundles. Um, it's cool. You know, it is cool. The I think the the on the released on or before date for Legion was like September something. So yeah. now that it looks like they're looking Which that to still launch. Kind of lines up in a way. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think we can see as early as July. Yeah. I think it's realistic. I think third week know, of July, probably right later. after the movie, like in June, still is a little too unrealistic for where they are in the beta still. Yeah, absolutely. But there's that. Um, they also have to finish it. <laughs> I mean, they added, they, dropped yeah, they, added, they added a bunch of new classes last week into the beta, finally. And some of them are just breaking the game. Literally, <laughs> like, you cast a spell and the, the client crashes. That's, yeah. that's probably something that you shouldn't push to uh, the print. That's yeah, yeah. The next level. Probably making that final. But everything I'm seeing about Legion. It just annihilates bosses. That's the thing that's, that they're not realizing. I don't, I don't think that's it how it annihilates works. the game. <laughs> everything I'm seeing about Legion looks so That means fucking the pe- spell cool. is overpowered. The um the big push that because you know every single expansion they take something old and like refresh yeah it. Like yeah in what it was just the character models in this it's a lot of the animations okay like yeah. especially with each spec having their dedicated artifact weapons the animations and the spell animations they all look so fucking cool yeah no when you were showing me some of that stuff earlier this year I was very stoked that looks cool like it makes me excited to eventually get started. <laughs> in that game and push through it so, so, so much in that game that is ridiculous. and I'll probably make a second tune that'll probably actually go through the game for real but one character just yeah, well I mean remember when you do Legion you do get that 100 boost that's what I mean Is that so, so one character is definitely going to be just jump to the end of the line but then and you can experience everything else but even still yeah. like even with experience boosts it's, it's nothing like it oh, was sure. current oh I'm sure but regardless um, the only other thing that's worth noting from Blizzard was Hearthstone has surpassed 40 million registered players. Oh, shit. And this is actually... Everyone on this table is registered. I just put that out there. All three of us. This is actually... Not I didn't even realize playing, this. but registered. It surpassed 40 million before League Explorers launched, which was actually... That's actually So 40 accurate, million yeah. players as of BlizzCon. And it's that been three right. months that's since BlizzCon. That's about the time I stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, that's really all about it from the Blizzard, Blizzard. side. Um, let's swap over to the more Activision side with Call of Duty. The big thing here, other than, yeah, Black Ops 3 did pretty good. It was actually a pretty I good game. I contributed that one. You did. Um, <laughs> new innovative Call of Duty title from Infinity Ward, the makers Ooh. of the Modern Warfare series. Innovative. Innovative. Expected I'm not going to touch it. I'm not touching it again until, like, the fifth game from now. Black Ops Seven. Yeah, exactly. I'll <laughs> jump to that one. Whatever. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Sledgehammer comes the year after this one, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. the big thing that people are talking about from this, and also in correlation with the Bungie Weekly update, 
is which in the seconds seconds after, after this. this was posted. Um, we are going to see a large new expansion for Destiny in 2016, similar in size to The Taken King, with a full game sequel expected to launch in 2017. So we do kind of have an official confirmation of what's going on with Destiny now. Because yep. people were freaking out. Like, why aren't they saying anything? It's because they were probably under an NDA. They probably couldn't say anything. So, within the weekly update itself, they also mentioned that prior to the holiday break, they mentioned that a second larger update uh, slated for spring. Uh, that content will increase light level, a bunch of new gear, uh, turn and equip, and uh, challenges for PvE players. So, me and Cody were already speculating that it's probably a Prison of Elders expansion of some kind or something similar to that effect. Prison of Elders revamp. I know Neo really likes the idea and i do too of putting challenge modes back in the old raids yes just to make them relevant in some way yes and make those that that gear you know what remember what i said like last year about how they're gonna probably do continuously do an update that makes it so old gear will always be brought up i think yeah i think that's the challenge is the only way they could really do it so that the last part of the year you can literally just make anything you want work at the end by the end of it so we'll see um but yeah that's kind of what we were thinking along those lines I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious how much of a light bump they'll do because I'm kind of, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I expect it to be two at this point. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I don't know how much. Like, like I think really 350 would be like the absolute cap. Yeah. No, that's, that's, um, yeah. I can see that too. We'll see. I don't know. Crimson Doubles was this week. Yeah. You and I kind of messed around with that too. It's pretty fun. It's, it's, it's basically trials. Just, it's dumbed down a little bit. It's, it's just the straight elimination playlist minus one person. So you're, plus the heartbroken buff. Which, V-Day. V-Day. Valentine's Day. It's so, oh, the, the other thing that Bungie announced in, in lieu of that, actually, is it's that so... ghosts are not dropping very well. In fact, like, their statistics show it's not happening. Uh, yeah, I keep seeing stuff in the forums yeah. and, like, randomly on Twitter. So it's just you like, see... those ghosts, so what the fuck see... are they? Did you see what they're doing now? Yeah, what are they doing? So, if you complete seven games, period, seven. just seven across this week. Ghost confirmed? Ghost confirmed. You will get <laughs> one guaranteed ghost 320 ghost. Okay. Nice chocolate or the pink one. Oh. I'm hoping for the chocolate one just cuz it looks hilarious. I don't really I'll take a pink ghost all day. Pink Fair ghost race. Does it have hearts flowing around it cuz I, I don't I think it's just like it's that. like sparklies. Okay, okay. I don't no, know. I can, really I can see that. <laughs> it's probably just the effect from that uh bond from Prison of or no from a uh, fucking Vault of Glass. Just the effect from that. But it's pink. But it's pink. You're probably right. <laughs> this is all it is. Um, but yeah, it doubles. It's pretty fun. I like it. I would in mind, honestly, having this one stick around. Like, I know it's themed heavily around Valentine's Day, but it's more fun than most of the other playlists, honestly, <laughs> at this point. I mean, Crimson doesn't always have to be Valentine's Day. It could it be, be the be blood rage. of your enemies. Yeah. yeah. Blood rage from, yeah. No, <laughs> well, let's, let's do that instead of Heartbroken Buffalo. Let's be blood rage. or just blood That rage. would be so cool. Or something like that. Blood oh, lust. Actually, Cody, yeah, blood lust. Eh? Ah, eh? There you go. I'm done. Fucking arrow. <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry just this whole week has been arrow was supposed up to be and real, down arrow was supposed to be really good this week and then it wasn't and then malcolm made me hate him after making me love him and then flash probably had their best episode ever this week probably their best uh, yeah no guaranteed they went to earth guaranteed two. this season they went to earth two killer frost killer frost and death storm and it was and just an evil cool. and evil cisco was there that Evil was... Cisco was was the true vibe, and that's why I can't wait for vibe to be vibe. But it was <laughs> reverb. I was like, I okay. When he said reverb, I started laughing my ass <laughs> off. I was like, okay, 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 sure, sure. I get you. Earth 2 confirmed, though. 
<sighs> so good. That's so good. Um, you see that? Uh, I didn't watch the trailer, but there's a trailer out there right now that has Zoom starting to pull off his mask. I was gonna text you about that because I was just like, eh, I might kind of debunk your theory about him just being the rival. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree it does. But what's interesting is that that's that obviously one of the sources of their inspiration for this character. Absolutely. So, um, but it is interesting with the, uh, um, with the visit to Earth Two. It kind of, I mean, people are all like, oh well, it can't be this person now, and it can't be this person now. We still it don't could really know. be. I mean, honestly, like when you think about it, Wells on Earth One hid his identity for the entire season pretty well. Only because we were the viewers being shown specific scenes, we knew. Like honestly, if we didn't get shown those scenes, we would have had no idea. So bloodlust. How did we get on this conversation from <laughs> Crimson Doubles? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, moving on to the next piece. Uh, Overwatch beta come back this week. Yeah. Yay. And uh, did some. You things. said that it has a new skill tree or something. progression system. Progression. So is, it, is it only for PC by the way? No. Right PS4, now, Xbox right One. the the beta oh, is only beta. for PC right now. Yeah, yes. beta is. Okay. It's invite only. Um, it's a bitch gonna do. <laughs> yeah. We're actually having one of our friends who knows somebody closely at Be Blizzard like, hey, hook, up, uh, hook us up. Give us a couple of betas. If, if I get a beta code, man, I'll get on there with you and just crack out. Overwatch is it's, it's hella fun. It's, it's interesting wait. to see like their first round of like basically balance changes. Yeah. And some of them worked great and some of them are actually worse. I'm really curious to see if they wind up adopting some kind of campaign system to tell a story. like, like Kind of like Titanfall. Maybe. I'd be okay That's with that. That's the only way I could see it working. Yeah. As long as it's not in the multiplayer, because as we saw in Titanfall, it didn't quite work. No. no. But if it um, simulated multiplayer-style matches yeah. for the sake of storytelling, Well, and then it okay. becomes even more Unreal Tournament, which yeah. is perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the main thing that came back with the beta is a progression system, basically just a level attached to your name. Um, every time you level up, you get a loot box, which contains... Ugh. A fuck ton of things from skin. a loot crate. Yeah, it's literally what it's called. Oh. It's literally what it's called, loot crate. Oh, um, they can do a loot crate for when that game. You also oh. happen to get one in the mail. Don't that, that's not that's it's not, not true. Not, it's not the special. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh. it gives you stuff like there's a lot of customization with the characters now. Yeah. Okay. Anything from skins, which are just you know color yeah. coding or this color, color skins, swapping, or like actually new models and stuff like that. I was gonna say oh. what I'm curious to see is kind of like what all the other games are starting to do with blizzard which is like oh if you swap this skin suddenly you look like a character from a different game altogether i mean did you so you actually know the character leoric from diablo yeah, yeah. have you seen space lord leoric the skin no i'm going to have to show you because he's basically darth just... vader <laughs> all right now I'm, too, I'm just gonna look this up you said space lord leoric <laughs> that's so... little, but he's just like hail the empire and it's just like all of his like dialogue lines are replaced it's fucking brilliant but anyway, more stuff that is in the Overwatch beta. You have stuff like little dialogue lines. You have stuff from like when your team wins, you have a victory pose. When you have Ooh, a highlight, pose. I like shit like that. Zane found ah, the picture. Zane what? Found the picture. <laughs> He's absolutely ridiculous. A bit, yeah, a bit. It's so good though. Ah, that, yeah. He's fucking like samurai Darth Vader <laughs> with a sledgehammer. <laughs> That is so like cool. that skin made Leoric alone one of my favorite heroes in the game. I still need to go back and mess around because I'm uh, fucking the monk, the Garazim monk Garazim and Garazim and the fact, is so and, good. And then the fact that he has Avatar Last Airbender Aang's he has skin. skin. I yeah. just that's uh, 
that, that is sweet. We almost finished season two last night. I nice. I love that show. So it's much. so good. Season two was like like season one was all right, and then like season two really made it. Season three is what awesome. really sealed three. it for me. I need to go through and watch. Like I'm just sitting here, just like. We're almost season three. But, like, <laughs> two's character development and oh, humor was great. Day. The boulder, man. I love boulder. the boulder. Well, and last back. night, like, the last episode we saw was the one where it hints at Toph learning metal bending. Yes. It's just, like, she just ah. touches the wall after he's like, you may think you're the best earthbender ever, but you can't bend metal. And she just, ping. You're like. Yep. Yep. <gasps> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I need to go back and watch that entire series because I have not watched. Do you have them? No. I'll, I'll give you season them. one. Okay. <laughs> and once we finish season two, Easy I'll give that too. I was gonna say because like I've seen a lot of the series, but like yeah. I I kind of have a general idea of how it ends, but I don't. I haven't seen. I've seen a handful of episodes from season three. Yeah, yeah. Season three. Well, season the end of season two and season three came out in such a weird way because at the same time, Mako, the voice actor for uh, Uncle Iroh, was really starting to go through his issues with his uh, tracheal cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right between season two and three, he died. So they struggled to rewrite the season to have less Iroh in it so that when they found a new voice actor, they could supply him when they needed. And that's why his whole story arc near the end of the series changed drastically. And he was in prison for so long and in silence for through so many episodes as his character just kept working out. And that stuff. said, though, very good. Yeah, idea rebound for it because it also helped uh, Zuko's character gain so much. Finally, depth. because yeah. he finally was separated from his uncle and Sorry. had to grow on his own. <laughs> we yeah, get, we, we went tangent-y. off to a tangent. But that was a great tangent. The, the, the tangent cast. The tangents make sense though. You had you know Bloodlust and the Arrow and the Flash, <laughs> and you had Overwatch and the Heroes of the Storm into Avatar Last Airbender. Avatar Last Airbender. <laughs> it's been great. Uh, it's been pretty pretty bad. And we're geeks. That's good. Uh, this um, what happens. Bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch is that later coming out to Xbox One and PS4 yes. for yes. beta. No. Mm, we don't know yet. Be- okay, I hope. Maybe. I hope. I, I really want to try it out, dude. I mean, uh, I'm buying it. You, I don't think you really need to try it out. It's some of the most fun I've ever had in a shooter. But I I want to I want to try it out. I I know I'll probably buy the game still, but April, I still right? just want to try it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's April. Spring. Okay. It spring. was on or before June something. I thought. Yeah, I think I I saw something about a May date at some time, like a rumor. Maybe yeah. Like I said, that's the only one that they announced that on or before date at BlizzCon. It just says yeah, Q1, Q2, 2016 is the release date. So I mean, I'm probably buying it on console and PC. I'll buy console first and then probably get PC at this. I don't know which one I'm gonna buy first yet. Because I literally well, have, you have two well, and very like different groups of friends yeah. I have I have a handful too. of people from each one I get yeah. to play with. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I wish that this Blizzard would just figure out a way to make it fucking cross. I well, wish that big... it, it well because like they already obviously recognize other consoles and you have mm-hmm. to register your other your PSN and your Xbox Live with them because like that's what I did with my uh, Diablo. But stuff. it's still not the same. But I man. wish that it would also track those characters so that yeah. the progression yeah. wasn't I, lost. I think it's not a, a Blizzard issue because they could probably do it. It's more of an issue between Sony. And well, and, and see, the thing is with that is like yeah. they Blizzard is so big that they could probably offer up the idea of like just with us. There's no crossing the other platforms. It's like it'll pull from one or the other and you have to assign it on your PC and your if you switch it to like if you go from PS4 like P- PS4 PC then to Xbox you lose all that. Yeah. That would that be would, the way to do that it would I be think. the best way to do it, but even still. <clears throat> but yeah. It's just annoying to me that I will literally be once I get that game in both places I will be working towards progression in both places. Yeah. Splitting your time is so hard. I'll figure yeah. it out maybe. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll find out what happens. We'll figure it out. Moving on here. Uh our our favorite 
Movie <sighs> franchise, 2K16, getting some news. Transformers, get hyped. <sighs> Thanks for listening, guys. Where This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck we, quit. Uh, we quit. This... <laughs> Because of money. Michael Bay wants to stay relevant and he wants money. So they've announced that 5, 6, and 7 will be coming out on annual releases. Why? Looking on another site when I was looking up the date for what the other, the Bumblebee movie. There's also a Bumblebee movie standalone coming also in one of those years. So there's two trains. I don't know. So it sounds like a lot. So it sounds like 5 is in 17. Which has the same release date as Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman kicks. Everyone us, go please. see Wonder Woman and kill Transformers, yeah. please. It's I mean, you don't, that's not even a statement. Like Wonder Woman's gonna do so uh, good I in theaters. I think it will. Especially, I mean especially, especially after that final trailer we saw this week. Yeah, she actually they kinda convinced me that she has some potential. Some relevance. There. Some potential. Yeah, more than just an appearance. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. They hinted at the Bruce Wayne Wonder Woman romance Ooh. from Justice Ooh, League that we I grew got up excited. with. I got so excited. <laughs> right? This was mm. the trailer that they needed to release this whole time. The music was the only thing I had a problem yeah, with. Yeah, no, didn't I agree. Really fit. It did not fit, but the other portions of it definitely made me more sold than any other trailer. That done part so where like Wonder Woman like screamed, she's like, "Woo!" Like, yeah, just I was like, yes! I was like, finally. And then fucking at the end, that sweet moment when like, yeah, when okay. Superman goes to punch mm. Bruce, mm. and Bruce Wayne in his armor stops it. And like Superman gives this look of like, really? I can actually go out I didn't all. Expect that. It's this. I didn't expect it, and I can go all out with you. Like you're a human, and I can actually like use full force. Let's do this. And it's this moment where you're just like, no, that throwdown's gonna be so good. In the movie. Oh. It, it, oh. I was not interested at all, but now I'm like, all right. Let's go see it. See, and that's why Transformers means nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, we already, <laughs> well, we already it's, diverted it's, away. It's the, the problem that, you know, it's already a terrible franchise at this point. The and issue is is that Michael Bay likes to choose this human-esque story rather than going... Like, the, the beloved portion from the cartoons Which, has always been... Marky Mark confirmed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, was that you're not focusing so much on what the people are doing so much as the fact that people are interacting with these characters. And that's the problem and with all the movies. And that's the cartoons th- aspect. And the movies are always like, let's just make the human story make sense and then make a story for the the aliens. And the aliens, in this case, are the Transformers. And they make no sense. In Transformers 4, like, I got through it and I was like, the main plot was that the humans are making one themselves and that was about the end of it. Because, like, beyond that, they just started throwing shit at the screen. Like, oh, there's these knights and there's these dinosaurs. <laughs> it lost all traction. I never saw I'm 4. I'm so glad I have not watched 4. <laughs> I'm glad that I let you guys know never to go see that one. Yeah, <laughs> I know people As know. much as you saw and 4 stick and, and saved us, yeah. I've tried to save you on that end. I know people who are like, oh, yeah, Transformer 4 was awesome. I was like, stop. We're it's not a visual anymore. spectacle. Stop. If you want any story or substance, you will shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> That's how that movie made me feel. Especially with, like, fucking up the, the entire Dinobots. Because the Dinobots are my favorite part. And they are just like, let's just put dinosaurs in the movie. <laughs> the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs look cool. And they all look like fucking de- awful Decepticon ripped When I heard that, that was, a, that was definitely the nail in the coffin for me. Because, like you, I love Dinobots. So. Grimlock is the most deep character out there without having, like, any, like... He has the inability to communicate well, so he has this really depth to him that you don't find unless you're really into it. And so, like, you lose that on the screen because they're just like, let's just make him stomp around and breathe fire. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Michael Bay, and your fucking endless Transformer spillage on on the screen. That's what I'm going to call it. It's a spill. And... (laughs) (laughs) Final final note, just on a side side note. 
dude, Michael Bay, if he's given the opportunity, there are some times where he can do well. Uh, yeah. It's and and actually, I hear Thirteen Hours is pretty pretty good. That he does pretty film. well with these like just needs to get dark gritty war films because like I even saw uh, Pain and Gain, which was based on a real yeah. story. Yeah, I like. Pain I and enjoyed Gain. most of Pain yeah. and Gain. The, the the thing that kind of killed it for me was near the end something something diverted from the original story and you could tell it did and it was a Michael Bay move and I was like sure. ah, that kind of pulled it that pushed it down for me at the end after doing so well throughout the movie but yeah if he does realistic stories he's pretty good but yeah just get out of Transformers dude please don't don't take the dump trucks that being life. said a side note just a small aside since you know. It, we saw the sweet trailer during Super Bowl, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Looks two. Pretty good. So the thing is, is, is that the best Looks article I read good. was, <laughs> we hope that they're not gonna Tomb Raider it, where the first one is based on a, a, a series with a name, so everyone goes and sees it, and it's a bad film. It makes a bunch of return, so they make a sequel. The sequel actually put effort in, make a great story, but since everyone saw that first one and knows how bad that was, they're not gonna go see the second one. Well, I'll be totally honest, I didn't think the first one was a total piece of trash. I thought it was, it was decent. Right. There's just was... small things within it that were weird. Like, at, at the end of the day, the biggest thing that they got right was the turtles and, yes. like, their dynamic together. Yes. So, I was like, okay. The Shredder was a little weird. Shredder was dumb. You kind of have to pull him back in the sequel if he comes back in Will Arnett was dumb. Yeah, which he's back again with Megan Fox. Which oh, yeah. I, I love that, that, that huge shot on Megan Fox and fucking cleavage. Fucking A, Thanks, right? guys. That's why I still can't, like, even after the trailer, I know people are like, oh, this is looking good. Yeah. I'm just like, but we still have fucking Megan no, Fox in every goddamn shot of the film. The looking only, dumb as motherfuck. The like, only Jesus two Christ. things that make me happy so far within that trailer that make me go, I'm going to probably see this. Bebop and Rocksteady. Because they kind of won. And Krang. Yeah, because yeah. Krang looks like it's a true evolution from the cartoon. I'll go for Casey Jones. Yeah, Casey good point. Jones. Good point. Okay. Because, third point. Sorry. Yeah, third point. Because good point. I would really like to see Stephen Amell do awesome in the role step, and get and, and step out from being just, Oliver Queen for once. He's yeah, he's great know. as Oliver I, I Queen. I just need to see him do more. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. A movie that I, or I'm sorry, a book that I know Andrew <gasps> loves. He talked about this one at length. I have read it now. It is truly one of the it. best books I've re like read in a million I years. I have it because it got sent out for Loot Crate, and I yeah. just have Dude, not read it. Take your time. Take the time. Like, like maybe it's like a week a where you're bored. Decently read it. quick read because yeah. I, I remember it was short. Well, and it's so good. So if you're like yeah. me, I'm I'm a fast reader as is, and I read even faster if I'm really enjoying it. I read that in a day. Damn. I read it in a day and a half. I am. I'm a slow reader with high comprehension. So it'll probably take me a full week. So by the way, the book that we're talking about is uh, Ready Player One. So yeah, yeah. good. And, and Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. is yeah. making a movie it. about it, and it's getting delayed. The main because reason Star Wars Star stepped Wars. in because Star Wars. And I'm sure um, because well, and everyone knows like Spielberg over there. Um, so I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy talked to Spielberg. And he's like, hey, I just want to let you know this is happening. And he's like, okay, we'll look at some dates, and then we just got a full confirmation. Yeah, we of got it. a well, sure March did. March 30th, 30th. Yeah. 2018 is the new release date for the movie. So yeah. to be expected, you don't want to compete That's with the Star one that Wars. We've we discussed this a little bit. This one's the one that has a billion and one references to other pop culture media from the, the 80s and 90s mainly. Oh with some God. stuff from modern, right? Wow. Uh, it's, yeah. It's a plethora. Everything. It's a plethora. Okay. Everything is referenced. So the one difficult movie. thing is that how if they're – if and – yeah, just basically if they will get all those rights or if they won't even bother and try to make their own – references where they can because that one's produced i think by warner brothers if i recall yeah, correctly it's, so. it's warner brothers 
So we'll see how many properties they can get in there, but it's kind of limited, no, I think. I, I think I think they'll they'll get a lot in there. I think yeah. it's, it's going to be good. I'm good. very, very hopeful. I don't know why this is reminding me of this, but I don't think I've mentioned this on the cast. Complete tangent here. It kind of makes sense. Okay? Go for it. Mother 3. All right. A game or a series that includes a ton of pop culture references, which is one of the reasons it didn't come to a states for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor floating around right now that April 20th, 2016, the 10th anniversary of the release of the game, they're going to release Mother 3 on the virtual console. And I will fucking go out to the store that day and buy a Wii U. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I'll get it. Mother 3, one of my top five favorite games of all time. I'll play it. If I could ever finish Hyrule Warriors and free up <laughs> no. all Oh, my space. God. No. <laughs> well, that, that's that's <laughs> no. a never-ending story. So it's going to be like, yo, I would really like to get the vision, but uh, <laughs> but this game is, well, Hyrule the Warriors. Is, well, the only reason why I was referencing that was just <laughs> Gotta because get that new banana sword. I have it digitally. So right now, Hyrule Warriors takes up like the majority of my uh, console. At least Nintendo has a good job of like actually managing your space really well. Yeah, the block system is still a little weird. It's weird. But I don't like. They've done I have that my since DS sitting right here, and I I can't remember how big of a SD I put into it when I got. I think it's a thirty-two. Yeah, I need. To oh, it's stupid how big it is. That's pretty. And like big. I have four games on it. Yeah. On like my SD, and they're still like twenty hundred thousand blocks. Let's see. Let me go through it real quick. I got. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission, uh, or not Zero Mission? Yeah, Zero Mission. The uh, what is it? The original Legend of Zelda, um, the Metroid trilogy. Oh, I was actually. Oh, I, I, we're talking about Wii again now. Yeah. Like, oh, well, okay. this is this is all on my <laughs> Wii. Right, 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 right. Um, the Metroid trilogy. That's got to take up a ton of space. It's got you. Um, what is it? New Super Mario Brothers, 3D World. Um, I think I grabbed another one of those virtual console games that were brought up from did you get earthbound when it came out no but that's been sitting on my wish list this whole time just like waiting to be bought because i just the space thing but earthbound but like all those are all on my hard disk so it's just like i've looked at i'm like wow i really don't think i have room for anything it gives me an update report i'm like oh no this could ruin my my game right here on my okay so i only have three games i on my the sd card in my ds Mm -hmm. i have pokemon omega ruby super smash bros and fire emblem awakening so I always have those games with me. Yeah, yeah. And still, I mean, there's that's my one favorite thing. So weird. That's my one favorite thing though is digital on Nintendo because it's so stable, so stable. I love it. It's weird though. It's yeah, just, that makes sense. That's one thing I'll say about that. The NX hopefully has an, a fully sized hard drive, like probably a terabyte. Honestly, at that point in time, by the time they're it comes gonna out, modernize it. They're gonna have to. I don't know if they will. I mean, the block system actually, for as weird as it is, it works so good. No, yeah, I just meant like, because like the block system is equated to a gig size. That's the thing. Because it's it's you get either one block being what? No, it's it's not like that. I know. It's the when like when I bought the black console, it's thirty two gig. Okay. And the white version of it is the eight gig. Right. That's it. Okay. So so that's what I'm saying is like the actual hard drive in the console just needs to be like a full terabyte, and then equate that to whatever their block system is. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Exactly. It's gotta be stupid. Uh, more book news. <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, yes. That's a book that people like. And then we all have and read multiple times. Yeah. Thank God for this. I so, picked up my copies from my parents, I just realized. Yeah. <laughs> so There's a there's a live play in uh, England. What is – so it's called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. Like, where does it take place in the series? So the Isn't idea is after? Cursed Child kind of gives it away a bit. 
it's essentially a couple of years before the Hogwarts letter. Maybe like okay. one or two. Okay. Not too, too So many. it deals okay. with, with James and Lily and the Order and stuff like that? No. Oh, no, no. It's still Harry's no, no. a kid. It's yeah, Harry as a child. Got it. But now you're dealing Start with like his life with the Dursleys. So it's a to lot expound of more. Yeah, it's, like, it's to expound more on his, on his uh, journey when he was younger dealing with the Dursleys growing up. And there'll the probably mental be, emotional trauma. Yeah, and there'll probably be a lot of moments where Harry displays some kind of like strange power. Or something More than likely, because like I mean, yeah, we, we only like saw that the, the months leading in, the month like month leading into that letter coming. So yeah, it was like snake. Yeah, that was a small window. Think about how that stretched out over like yeah a portion before. And, and it's very exciting. It's um in fact actually now that I think about it. It might actually be like excerpts from his entire life with the Dursleys. It could be. It could be jumping through. It's one of the two. But yeah. it has to do with him as a kid with the Dursleys growing up. And it was originally announced only as a live action script play that was in going to be London. going out in London. Yeah. Yep. Now she is confirmed that we get a full book novel adaptation of this. And July thirty first, twenty sixteen. Oh ready gonna have to get that hardcover to match my others yeah that's gonna sell like crazy yeah it will <laughs> pre-order, 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 pre-order right now. no yeah. no kidding like oh, especially yeah. with it being sold out like i'm i have to pre-order that so very exciting news there'll probably be a movie adaptation at some point <laughs> eventually uh probably yeah a couple considering years. considering how long after the series ended did uh fantastic beast come out because that was like a small handbook thing that you could buy that was like just little Oh, and it's, it's not even going to be like that right that thing but yeah like, well what's oh nice God, is that like that book was like years. supposed to be straight out of the novels that was the funny part that was a very meta thing about it but what's neat about it was like you'd go through and you'd find excerpts where it was like it's they really were talking cool. about this so they took that and they t- turned it into a, the story of the person who goes out and actually makes that book by going and finding all these animals yeah, that was exciting. what was cool so i'm curious to see like how that gets adapted here yeah good stuff. books Movies. Literature, smart wow. stuff. More, more books than usual on the more podcast books. today. Great. Books. I love literature like cast. I love, I love reading it. literature cast. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, I know this is something Zane wanted to talk about, but um, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Okay, I'll, I'll say, I'll say. I was going to say. Uh, Antonian Scallion. Okay. Uh, he was a landmark def- uh, defense uh, senator or congressman. I can't remember which one. Um, you were like the big hubbub, like in, you might not remember it very well, but I mean, it was big in the 90s, especially. Uh, back when Mortal, Mortal Kombat was really yeah, the big that was thing. the big one. Um, he was the biggest d- defender of games' rights to be as graphic as they want to be. When that big assault on video games was, when they were like, hey, "Were these vi- this violence is going to ruin our children and all this other stuff?" He was the one out there saying, "Like, no, it's another artistic medium. It needs to be defended, just like books, plays, and movies. It's a way to communicate ideas through familiar literary devices and features distinctive or and features that are distinctive to the medium." Yeah, stop blaming others for your bad parenting choices. <laughs> well, he passed away this past week at age of seventy nine. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading through this article and like he had like a, a lot of like incredible like conservative stances on stuff like abortion, yeah, death penalty, gay marriage, all kinds of stuff. But like the big thing that he's remembered for is his stance yeah. on, on video games. It's just so weird considering it is. That it's so out of character. Yeah, background. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like you you can read through this Kotaku article and it talks about like the main his main statement on it and you know like the big thing that comes out of it is you know video games qualify for First Amendment protection yeah and that's bottom line yeah fact just right there yeah. freedom of speech freedom of expression yeah period but you know great man you know obviously had a, a really 
I wouldn't say huge, but a, a severe. You know, I, on specifically the during the critical point in history yeah. of video games, he he mattered. Yeah. So just a shout out to him. He passed away. Tip this our week. hats. Rest in yep, peace. Tip our hats. Take another sip. I'm out of coffee. Can't yeah, do that. I'm, <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> um, Anthony. Darth Maul. Yay. Who that? <laughs> so if you're not familiar, Darth Maul is the only great thing about episode one. That and Liam Neeson. <laughs> Truth. And Duel of the Fates. Truth. Yeah, Duel of the Fates. Yeah, Duel of the Fates. Pretty much the entire segment there of Duel of the Fates in the fight. That's pretty much. Yeah, you can watch ten you can minutes watch of that, that movie and it's on good. repeat and and be fine with what episode one was. And and Andy being so wizard, uh, screw that. Uh, so Darth <laughs> Maul, he he came back in the Clone Wars. He was introduced. He had a pretty had, cool storyline. He eventually it started yeah. out weird. We it got spider really legs. Then, as you said, the elite legs, which are weird. But yeah. then he finally got the actual legs, and his story really took off. And Especially was, with his brother. Uh, yeah, with uh, with Savage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the way the Clone Wars ended, it left it open to what Darth Maul's ultimate ending would be. Well, yeah. he's coming back now in Rebels. Which also hints at the fact that, you know, depending on where this ends up with the end of Rebels, he was technically active pretty much concurrent with episode four. And we didn't know it. I don't, I don't know concurrent, but right, right before. Yeah. We, we at least know before. That's what I'm saying is depending on where Rebels puts him. I, I think ultimately that Rebels is going to end up Killing in a dark him, area. Well, just in general for like everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to end in a dark place because if these people were still alive by the times episode four and what are going yeah. on, they, you would, you would have seen them. So it well, would make sense for them to be there, you know, I just I feel the like the thing gonna, that I was going to mention with that is that you got to also remember when Episode Four was made and the foresight involved with that and the fandom. Practically reaction. speaking, you're ex- exactly right, like, but storyline speaking, it's like yeah. the geek in me just would be like, but that doesn't the other make part sense. about of it. it the other part about it is that the galaxy is a very large place and we focus sure. very much on only these five people sure. moving. So that was sure. the, that was the possible. Other part. We'll see what happens. Look at a magnifying glass through the telescope, like. And that's who we're looking at. I fucking look at it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's from them. That's our that's our perspective as the audience right now is like, hmm, where and when and how does that contend this? And it's like, yeah, it's hard to say, especially when you're talking about a fandom that's now retconning a lot of stuff just through the fact of writing new writers. Yeah, we 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 got rid of the old books. Yeah, some of those characters are coming back um, in weird ways. The the most exciting thing is going off on that trailer that we we all saw just a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, when you hear old master and we were kind of like wondering who the fuck could that be? Could that be Snoke or whatever? I am a hundred percent confident in my mind now that it is Darth Maul. It makes sense with this announcement and it did sound like Sam, whatever his Sam last name Whitwer. is. Went, thank you. Just Whitwer. Um, but it sounded like his voice in that. So it uh, makes I'm sense. I'm a big fan of that guy. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, I, I like him as great. Maul. I liked him in both Force Unleashed, even though Force Unleashed 2 was weak. Uh, apart from the combat, combat was great. Um, yeah, and then uh, I also loved him in Smallville when he played Doomsday. Doomsday, and I'm going to go back to OG, Battlestar Galactica. True. This guy's got a nice little plethora of uh, yeah. work, so like, I, I, I'm stuff. a fan of him. So. <laughs> Good to see him return as well. So we've, we've, we've mentioned this throughout the cast so far, but yeah. in the, to jump off of our exciting cliffhanger of last week, Division Open Beta was confirmed this week. There we go. Right. We all knew it coming. Yeah. End of the month. Uh, this week. Is it this week? Yeah. Yeah, 18th, oh, right before something. fucking Fates. No, the same fucking day as Fates. 19th, technically, for Fates. We're that's, probably going to get it the 18th. That's the Xbox day, right? No, it's the Xbox day. 
Oh, oh. Okay. February 19th, PS4 and PSC. Well, even more shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is going to include a new mission that was Can not we in the closed beta. What's that? Can we preload that still? Or again, I, there now? was a there was a patch for your guys. There was a, there was a patch that came out. Have it on my console because of the week yeah. that I was off. I think you. I maybe should be I, able to preload that now. I think you can because literally you can even boot it up and it will go as far as the loading screen and then it'll tell you off the foreign. beta is coming. Yeah, so you can probably oh, okay. load it. Up. Okay. But yeah, there was, a, there was a there was a patch I'll probably for it. Get it was. That going one of these yeah. nights. But yeah, so new mission for the open beta. Um, unlocks an exclusive. Did you see reward. the the notes for the updates they did for the Dark Zone? Uh, I saw the big thing that they did was increase the amount of PVE characters. The other thing is also there will now be a warning label over someone who's done a that's shot against it. somebody but has not done enough damage to go rogue. Yep, because that's a big thing that was happening. Where like I would start shooting you, but I didn't do enough damage, so you retaliated and you did more damage than me quicker, so you go went rogue. Well, yeah. and crossfire too, because like technically you can still hurt people even yeah, if yeah. you're working with them. Uh-huh. So in the case of like, oh shit, I just missed a like a one bad shot, or he got in my grenade's radius, mm-hmm. and then fire. that would make people reenact. Yeah, there was a lot of that. So good issue. Yeah, to the fix. big, the big one that I really liked was the the PVE targets being increased because there were times where you'd be walking around, there was fucking nothing. You walk around for like well, two hours, and be like, oh, I didn't, I saw two guys. I, I totally agree. I did notice that once you get to level uh, eight. Because that's where I ended up. I I mm-hmm. maxed out all the way, and yeah. I finally was running into the dark zone by myself. That increased the number of enemies Did that really? I could face because there were harder enemies that spawn okay. now that I'm level eight. I'm so wondering. Kind of probably, yeah, we'll it was like have to level I think they said again. something like a twenty-two percent increase on enemies or something. Was like it? That. I just saw significantly. I yeah, it's a I, I, yeah. There's way, a there's a jump. Yeah, which is fun. But yeah, I'm open stoked. beta. I'm really stoked. February 18th for Xbox One. February 19th for PS4 and PC ends the 21st. So same kind of thing. This Starts weekend. on a Friday, ends on a Sunday. Yep, this weekend should be fun. Coming weekend. Yeah, and we'll just gonna suck me. with fates though. I was gonna say, me and you are just gonna be like, we're gonna be in the party talking about fates <laughs> and <laughs> switching so controllers. You're one just of my... over here doing this on the, <laughs> on the DS with one no, hand no, 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 with no, the so, controller so, so moving. The thing. Oh, God. Um, I was playing heroes with one of my wild friends earlier in the week and this is one of my other friends who's crazy about fire emblem he's he's pretty much you excellent and uh we were playing heroes and you just like hear whenever he died you just hear like the noises he's just like yeah i'm just grinding while we're just playing heroes <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying it to go and you just hear like oh like level up oh you're dead okay yeah. <laughs> you're playing fire emblem you're making good use of your time good times yeah. loading screens that's the only good thing they're for division open beta coming yes be stoked i'm stoked yes and then the week come, the game comes out Two weeks later, something like yeah. that. Two or three, yeah. Because it's the first week of March. Technically, it's technically two and a half because it's half. it's the Tuesday. So Tuesday? going from a week, yeah, it should be. Like, oh yeah, all games released on Tuesdays apart from the very and the rare 29th few. is the Mondays. Yeah, it's a stupid leap year. So you're right. Totally yeah, right. Mm, getting a confirmation date real quick. Uh, I think it's the eighth. Is one. That's one week so after. So technically the second week, but it almost feels like the first yeah, week yeah. is Mondays, the 29th of February. Yeah. So so March first is Tuesday. March eighth. It is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I need a confirmation, guys. Hang on. Hang on. You said March it. You, 8th. Okay. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say. Here's a calendar. March. March 8th. And that was a Tuesday. Is a Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then since I know we were talking about this earlier. Princess. I think well, good shit. Fourth. It's a week and a half. No, two two and a half weeks after. Yeah. Two and good a half shit. weeks after the beta. So they'll have just enough time to fix any last second issues. Yeah, and then and checks the Twilight Princess is the fourth, which is that Friday before. So you got three days to crack it on that game. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <Payday's>. Life. 
and doing a quick little. And then Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman. Short. Probably after. make that happen. <laughs> All right. Zane will not be a podcast that week. <laughs> I'm going to crack it on Twilight Princess. I'll probably beat it. <laughs> and, and look at it this way, too. Not only do you have uh, those two coming out, but then in a few weeks after that, Batman versus Superman. That's just the movie, then. So That's what's interesting awesome about movies. that, so just a small update on personal life. Uh, my daughter is due two, and, two to three weeks from now. She is officially dropped, Holy and that means shit. two to three weeks from now. So per, two weeks, two to three Rip weeks, but life. realistically, any day. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of where we're at. Is we're in this position of like, okay, it's, it's pretty much here. Which Katie's been ready for like the last two weeks. She can't get to sleep half the time because of she's at that point in the pregnancy. But I digress. What's interesting is we both we just did a baby shower last night with a bunch of our friends, and it, we had one of those like questionnaires. that's like, you know, what does the mom think of like all these things that are coming up? And it was stuff like, you know, who's going to change diaper? You know, how often will dad pl- change diapers? And it was like, you had three answers to choose from. And it was just like this whole list. What's funny is the first one or one of those answers. The only one that I got wrong on the sheet technically was when will be the first time that you will leave the dog or leave the baby with a babysitter. And in the off the, the uh, answers that you could choose from were three months, six months. And uh, as soon as possible, I circled six months as my real answer, and then I so circled as soon as possible with an extension saying BVS only. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So, awesome. yeah, awesome. so awesome. without getting too far into it, uh, the biggest reason why we will not, we might not miss, or we might miss out on that release right away is uh, she wants to make sure that the baby doesn't see a bottle till like six months down the line. So, like, just straight natural. So I was like, well, the way you do that is we you, you get into a routine with feedings. Once you're in that routine, we base when we go see the movie based on that, that routine. We then have you feed <laughs> oh immediately before, like on the way to dropping her off. Then we drop her off, see the movie, and come right back and pick her up. That, that three-hour window is perfect amount of time where she can just sort of do whatever. And so so I just, much math. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I'm planning ahead. <laughs> I've got a plan like everything now. It's Seems so like in there, you know, it's just like Cora do date right? division. Uh, oh yeah. So, this is like it's the like, fucking string map. <laughs> when can I get time and check in that? Yeah. We're, okay. Oh, I can make man. time for things. I'm excited for you. It'll be cool. Um, last piece of news before we jump into our topic. Yeah. A movie got released this week and I'm Anthony saw it. He liked it. I haven't seen it yet. I suck a lot. I'm going, I think, on Wednesday now. Okay. That's how the spread has moved. Deadpool. 30 Deep second pool. review. Go. Fucking amazing. Everything you want and more. Okay. Sounds that was like a five second review. There we go. Mm-hmm. 25 um, seconds to spare. Let's just say fourth wall, fourth wall, fourth wall. Perfect. 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 That's what it has perfect. to be. Crack joke. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Modern reference. Along with that, <laughs> we have one or two small other announcements with Deadpool. Uh, what's cool is before the film released, a young cancer patient was the very first person to see Deadpool, and he saw it with Ryan Reynolds. How that's, old was this kid? He he looks young. Well, I'm I mean, gonna... and if it's if it's really bad, it's kind of like you know what the kid's gonna grow um, up. No, no, it's it's not not as much as that. But I'm just curious how how old he was. Oh, okay. Um, I'm looking. I don't know if it says on here. Yeah, it just says it Connor say McGrath, here. a young boy from Edmonton, Canada. Battling cancer. Yeah, it props it's, to him. it's cool. You know, we saw this kind of thing with Star He looks Wars like he might be like, like 12 or just, 13. Um, he looks young. Again, let me just stress this for like the 15 millionth time. Guys, don't bring your fucking children to see this movie. It is not well, for well, them. And, and let me clarify. <laughs> 
if you feel you've raised your child in a way to handle this kind of content maturely, sure, like most luck. adults, by all means. However, do not mind. expect to bring any child into this film and expect them to be completely normal coming out. Yeah, this isn't one of the cases where it's like a Pixar thing and you're going to get some adult references, but they're very subtle. Hidden, yeah. It's very upfront that this is an adult movie. Yeah. Heads chopped off. I saw the funniest naked negative review. Shafts revealed. The <laughs> funniest negative review in regards to this film. And it like Katie was reading it last night and showing me images from it, and it just this woman went off about how she can't believe this is a Marvel character and that they would push this kind of awfulness on children. And it's like, well, did you read that it was an R-rated film ever? There's like a at for all? Ratings, guys. Like they were skirting NC-17, and they barely made it the cut. That's how that that, that came about. Like it, that's how. It, close. No, that's exactly it. There's literally thirty percent of the movie they had to cut off from the original script involved with NC-17 ratings. I just can't believe it. It's one of those things where, like, I know my parents would have could have taken me anywhere between the ages of twelve and eighteen. Yeah, and that, the way that I range. was raised, I could have handled it. But if parents are out there freaking out about their kids going and they're in that range, you are way you're just holding your kid back at that yeah, point. And I hate to say it, but like kids are probably a little bit. They they are revealed to much more than they used to be, especially so, with the internet. Yes, especially with the internet, they're much so, more privy. Than yeah, this kind so I'd of say like twelve, stuff. thirteen is a good range. That's um, a good range to start considering. Yeah. I'll put it that way. And you have to your kid has to go through a rigorous test before they can go see Deadpool. That's what it's can they handle dick jokes? <laughs> there you or go. Or dicks. Go go watch some reviews. Go watch our review on YouTube, uh, Geek Domination. If and uh, you'll know, you'll know what they can. They can if handle. you will are unwilling to sign parent release forms at schools. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably not let your kids see this. <laughs> Johnny's yeah. gonna learn about sex, sex education, an entire maybe. sex. But he can go see that bull. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's Marvel. Hey, you're gonna learn today if you go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll learn, <laughs> you'll learn. some things. Go you'll learn, learn some learn. things real well. Dicks, dicks. Maria Bukharin is gonna tell you. Yeah, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn. Learn. Um, also, some cool thing that came out of this movie is it's absolutely destroying. Um, R-rated movie box Fuck, Fucking yes. A, which is what was needed. It's what everyone promised. Like everyone was like, "We will pay money to see this." Yeah, and um, finally Fox is saying, "Like, wow, people will pay money to see this, huh?" They were right. They didn't lie to us. You make a good strip with good humor, and you actually make a character right. You can make money. What? What? Fox is shitting bricks right now. Just like I don't know how we did this. Get some people on the phone. We need to research why we succeeded. <laughs> Roy, this worked. I need to understand this. Uh, you, we, we, we wrote a good character, and the uh, studio stayed largely Ryan Reynolds made sure this movie was good. We, we allowed our, our actors to act. Uh, what? What is this? This is not how it's done at Fox. <laughs> they need to listen to us. We are right all the time. Oh, wait. We don't see returns on money when we yeah, actually... Oh, wait. Fantastic Four was a failure? What? We had too much input on that movie? What? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> 135 awesome. million for the three day weekend. So good. 150 for the four day. Good for them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think that number is actually continuously adjusting even live right now. Cause I think I saw another report just a few minutes ago saying that now that now it's projected at 175. Wow. For the four day for the four day. That'll wow. be great. And that'll, that'll just make uh, the second one even better. I yeah, I mean wait. they cons they confirmed it like hours before it came to theaters. You're gonna like, fucking hit. lose your mind. At the I know, end of the I know, movie. I know. I've I've gotten so many texts it. from Anthony and John Luke this past week, specifically on Thursday or no on Friday, just saying how they want to pay them for my ticket because they know <laughs> I'll lose my mind. It's it's been incredible. Yeah. So like I'm very excited to go see this film. If if we have the time next week, I'd love to do a spoiler cast with you, gentlemen. I think next week we could. 
I think it'd be okay. We'll do that while we're too busy geeking about fates and throw some Deadpool in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking maybe like Thursday. Yeah, yeah we could probably throw oh, like Thursday. Would you oh, guys oh, see okay. it by Thursday? And then we get something out, and then then we can. You want to do a video? Fates. You want to do a video? We could come <laughs> we over could, yours and do we a video. Do that. The only bad thing is uh, my video cuts out at every like fifteen slash twenty minutes, so we might have to. Well, I'm thinking keep it I'm so short, but yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll plan that regardless. That's it for news. It was a little bit news heavy today, but there was a lot of cool things. Oh, yeah. On the tail end of Deadpool, go check out Anthony's review. And if you want a reading list that either sets you up before the film or something to read after you watch it and get hooked on this character, I posted an awesome reading list on our website. We've got Deadpool down. Yeah. Deadpool is locked down. You can go and read some stuff. Oh, it's perfect. What's nice is you can click those those images on that page and get sent off to buy the book. And I and I learned how to make links. thumbnails. I can make oh, thumbnails correctly yay! now. We are yeah, learning Photoshop knowledge. Oh, we did, guys. <laughs> we are growing. We graduated. <laughs> I don't know from what, but uh, whatever. Topic time. Certified. Let's kill people. <laughs> Speaking of Deadpool and killing people, let's assassinate some fuckers. That's all so, Deadpool oh, does, shit. right? Oh, oh man, that's more <laughs> fucking savage. <laughs> he shits on their graves when he does. Fucking Bob. Oh, oh they put Bob is, in there? There's a reference. Oh. There's a reference. There's a reference. Dude, Sorry. I'm just excited. <laughs> anyway, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. That's the thing. So, like we already said, we knew this was coming. But yeah, yeah. it has been officially confirmed by Ubisoft this week that there will not be a new Assassin's Creed game in 2016. Good. Good. Topic yeah. done. Yeah, no. no, no. This is what we've been, we've been complaining about this for a long time that franchise fatigue is real, especially uh, with assassins. Like you assassins know and Call of Duty were getting really notorious for it. Call mm-hmm. of Duty really didn't learn the lesson. They decided to quote unquote fix it by ro- adding another studio and keeping that up. Just <laughs> like that's not what we asked for at all. And so uh, uh, you know, luckily Ubisoft on the other side has very much listened and finally been like, okay, we'll take a break and make sure the next game is rock solid. They've been. It's been rough for them since Unity. You know, yeah. I mean, even three. It's a new to engine extent. too. Yeah, to give I mean, three a little was bit a sign of, of the times. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Unity launched mm-hmm. pretty poorly. Mm. Took some time for everything to get going. Once it got fixed, it was a great game. My brother swears by that game. He loves it so much. Really? And I have yet to really get into it. But mm-hmm. uh, since the patch, everything looked stable. I remember I I went into it once and then got distracted by fuck everything at like fuck all else. Yeah, yeah. You know. So. I just remember there was like a patch that was trying to fix the graphics on PC, and it fucked up the the water lighting so bad that oh the wa- water God. was just flashing. Yeah, yeah, I've it would turn videos. into the grid with with lines coming up because it was supposed to be tracking <laughs> the reflections, and instead it just glitched the fuck out. <laughs> the so the bad. most common, you know, the atypical Ubisoft glitches that always come up in games, which are always like you're running across rooftops and legs like to fly off the roof for a second and then re remap. The other thing is that when you try to descend too quickly and then the ground decides to vanish and you just fall into infinity like when you're supposed to hit the ground. Those are the most common. (laughs) So, well, you know, those were issues that Unity faced heavily, heavily when it first launched. I remember when I downloaded, when I first got the game, it was like eight, nine months after the game was out. And I had a 16 gig patch waiting for me. Yeah, that I was, was like, nuts. what? <laughs> I was like, that's just one patch to fix everything. Patch 1.02. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Gigs. But um, you look at where Unity started, and you look at Syndicate, which everyone I've talked to who has played Syndicate absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. I I really wish uh, Jean Luc could have made it today because yeah, he's do been too. wanting to talk he's about. He's had a Syndicate. solid. Has insight. he actually played it? I don't know if he has. Yeah, yes, he has. He has okay. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I know he has it, but I know he was. I've watched him online, like seen his little like. I know he was playing doing. Unity again through for a while, and now he fall fuck plays against Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's all he's doing right now. But yeah, Syndicate <laughs> was on his play for quite a while because him and Neo would even talk during raid runs. You know, people are you know, I, I really want to see what John Luke says about it because he's probably the biggest Assassin's Creed fan we know. Um. I mean, Someone. we're all are pretty close. I've got a belt yeah. on. I I used to be so statues right there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I used to be so heavily invested in the franchise, so and then I. then Assassin's Creed Three happened, and I started getting less and less Lord. invested with then... that because for me, I need not only a great gameplay, but I need that story driven experience. And I thought the story has been so compelling thus far, and then three got a little off rails. It and was then wobbly, it kept getting way off rails. Well, and the weird just, thing was no is like three, like. Yeah, um, Connor, I wouldn't say he was weak, but he was just very reserved character. See, he I had, would, like, no real personality. Well, here's, here's the problem. The ending, too. The ending yeah, of that, too. but you come off of Ezio. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, uh, you know, bar none, well, the and best the, character the thing is, written. The thing is, is Ezio made sense them. to do the annual release format with because you had a f- you, you already built your character. You, like you were saying, the last time they had a really compelling game was Assassin's Creed 2. And that's when Ezio was interesting. Yeah, They took the time to create him. And then they were able to do annual releases three times with him. And they were all good. And they were all good. Yeah. I mean, you 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 talk to to anyone who's a fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yes. What's your favorite Assassin's Creed game? 50% of the people are going to say Assassin's Creed 2. 50% of people are probably going to say... I'm Brotherhood. Brotherhood. I'm a Brotherhood guy. Yeah. I'm definitely... Like, I knew what Assassin's Creed 2 did, but Brotherhood brought everything into the forefront i it did everything i wanted to you like i love the ability to call on fellow assassins mm-hmm. and things like that brotherhood man yeah Rock. three in terms of what they were trying to go for and more specifically the era it was set in was what made me love that game the it other thing yeah just, the music was awesome and the music was, was awesome the the, the new running system itself was really great mm-hmm. it was just I did, I there was there was some wonkiness with the trees. It didn't quite function the way that they had wanted it to. Missions. Missions were a little wonky, too. A lot of them were, had really silly... That was actually one that I almost 100%ed everything. And some, some of those of were, were really stupid. brutal. There was one where you had to chase on a guy. It was right after you met uh, with Haytham. And you have to tackle him from above. So you have to find one awning as you're chasing him. And then just sort of, like, fall off on him. And, like, hope <laughs> the game tracks you <laughs> and him. And you just... Well, and it was it's so such a funny. luck-driven fucking thing. It really is, and it was so funny too because like all of the time they put into like the mechanics for the tree and everything, I yeah. felt like a lot of times those trees and everything were underused. They were. Like, they just didn't uh, design alongside what made that game special. There was, not there was very specific paths, exactly. Yeah, and there was very specific paths with that that were like very restricted. Like if you did not follow yeah. the trees in this path, you just it, fell to the ground. You, yeah, you and you're like fell. awesome. I'm gonna. I I don't remember the the events of the game. It might have been Gettysburg. But yeah. there's that one instance where you're you're assassinating one of the generals, and the mission is to do it without getting seen at all, mm-hmm. and that's pretty fucking hard. And I it just is, remember you go through like the tents, and then you go through up some trees, and you climb onto the flagpole. Yeah, you climb up that flagpole while the general and like the whole army is there. That whole moment, I was just like, oh my god, this is awesome. Oh yeah, there was some really profound moments in that, and like. The moments you were in the frontier and were first to go there, because like hunting and things like that, it was actually decent. Like I liked the the wild combat and the wild hunting stuff, but I also felt like if I wanted a hundred percent the game, I was fortunate into doing that. Otherwise, it was useless and there pointless. Were, I liked his father a lot too. Hatham was cool. Hatham was I real really cool. I really liked Hatham. 
And I'll say it's the first game that really truly pulled a fast one on me when you do the hate them set of stuff. <laughs> oh my and then god! Started seeing it maybe only like yeah, you three start minutes before, and then it's like, like oh, you're a Templar, wait. just like what? Yeah. What, the, what? What happened? The moment the screen went black after he gets the ring, I remember saying "What the fuck?" And then it comes back from the blackout, and you hear like it, it's still in the blackout, but then the loading screen pops up, and all you hear from, um, oh, what's his name? Wow, I can't remember it either. We suck yeah, at this like, game. No, uh, the meta character. Uh, fucking wow. We're we're right. Oh. I just I'm I'm not I can't I can't even think oh what God. you guys are talking about. Remember how the initial games had the meta character and it was the character you played in the real world, modern oh. times. I can't think of his name now. Oh, um, really annoying bartender. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's that the been one. with us since the beginning, yeah, and we yeah. can't remember his name. That's how unlikable he is as a, like I a regular him, guy. I liked sorry. parts of him. I liked his Desmond. Voice Thank Desmond. you, Desmond. Which, and then you hear Desmond say immediately after, like it was, it was seconds. I said, "What the fuck?" And, and then doesn't... the game like echoed me, and I was like. I've never experienced a moment when the game creators were so good at fooling you, and they probably tested it out and made sure, like, this is the most common reaction from people. Yeah. But still, the feel of that was just amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I'll say this. You know, 3, not my favorite game in the series. No. Probably has my favorite moment in the series, though. Yes. Between that, the current day mission when you go into Abstergo. Was amazing. was that three or was that, was that three? Because I, I just remember I loved that sequence, and I just now was trying to remember if it was that or was no. Because Desmond was in the mind world. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Revelation. Yeah. It made me think of um, oh wow, Mirror's Edge. Mm, a little bit. Well, I just also liked that it's it's exactly like the main game of Assassins, but it has no HUD because he's not in the machine. It was so meta. Like they overthought that so much, but it was that point where like if you were, were a troll fan, <laughs> you were like. They thought of everything. I'm playing Ar- Arkham City on hard mode. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was good though, and like the really cool. that, um, the ending of three, which is just, I still don't understand to this day. And that's and that's when things for me started to fall apart. Yeah, because I, it's yeah. like from no, a story yeah. standpoint, everything felt concise. It was fictional, like history. history yeah. It was awesome. They had so many great ties in the architecture on how they designed cities. The interactions up to that point. with the other generals. Incredible. And- yeah. It's just it's that moment that started leading to a less cohesive whole and that has kept going. That scene going. where you sit down with what's his nuts and have the drink and then stab him in the throat was yep. just so silly and dumb. I was just like, really, this is how we're ending this? Yeah. It's I'm just what's his nuts. Yeah, I'm fucking whatever. Yeah, we're good at American history. It's by just the way. you know, well, because he wasn't a real character either in history. At the end of three. Yeah the 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 dude that looks all messy with the the huge ass mustache. Colonel Sanders? No. no. He's a real guy. No. Yes, he was. That one wasn't. That was. What are you talking about, boy? Uh, let me just do this. AC3 uh, Templars. I mean, at the very least, he was based off of one. He was a real character because it was Trevor who was um, running against Washington in the first presidential term. Yeah. Mm. I need to get better at my history. It's Charles Lee. Long. It was Charles Lee. Okay. It was Charles Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. General Lee's uh, great grandfather, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why General Lee was such a big, important character in the Civil War history. It's true. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Black Flag lost a lot for me because, just frankly, I didn't enjoy the the ship combat. And I'm still shocked by that because I, I didn't I have like to it admit, either. Oh, I I loved it. I it was like they loved leaned, it. It, it. So the thing it's was, amazing. is I loved it in three. Because it had I, I enough accessibility that you didn't have to rely on mastery. When you mastered it there, it was noticeable. But then when you got to Black Flag, no matter how good you felt you were, combat just felt like such a giant gamble. It never yeah, felt I, secured and safe. I don't. I 
I don't know completely. Like, I get I, the sense of it is definitely a gamble, and that's why part of why I liked it. But if you went in it in a way and you took it like, oh, man, okay, this is what I'm going to do here, yeah, then yeah. this, then this, go. And as long as you kept with that plan, I always felt for me I could win. The only biggest challenges were those damn fucking man of wars and the thing is i never finished those those, i never finished those because i finally hated them incredibly hard well i mean i say that i didn't enjoy the ship combat and i don't think i made it to sequence four and like play oh really okay no i mean i finished everything it was it was though that was the thing is those man of wars felt like such a gamble they pulled me back out like immediately i was just like i there was so many there's not even any fun in this see i i i saw that and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna get too hung up on it um but i do recognize that those were incredibly hard and the other reason for that too is because in each one of those there was a set condition that there you was. had to deal with along yep. with the man of war. I also didn't like very that challenging. when you were trying to do the other stuff like the fishing whaling stuff that the white whales were beyond ridiculously randomized and they relied <laughs> so heavily and then like <laughs> the the true. increase in, pro- in probability for them was so heavy on the multiplayer side and at the time no one was playing black flag with like they were on my friends list and I was like this is this is just retarded. Like really, like you're you're making something so lenient with, on that. Something came out at the same time um, as Black Flag. I actually was wasn't it Destiny? No. no. Wasn't it close though? No, no that's it was, a year yeah. off. I mean, we got but that on, for the PS4 release though. Black Flag was a launch title for PS4. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, it might have been Halo One anniversary. May well, but no, that, no, that was no. Revelations. That was Revelations. Um, wasn't no here okay so 2013 so game releases 2013 uh holiday specifically was it halo 4 it might have been but that wouldn't be like because that's a that's a different like like um halo 4 was 2012 yeah Um, there was a re-release of the anniversary um where am i at 2013 um game releases what? I'm almost, there I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. The biggest on. problem for me, though, was just like... Uh, let's see. Battlefield 4 Battlefield came out 4? that same That's week. Right. That's right. Um, or that same day, I should say. Castlevania Lords of Shadows came out that day. Wish that game was uh, better. There was something I bought that same day, though. I just don't remember what it was. Well, it might have been the week before. So let me go... Or the, yeah, let's see. Arkham Origins was also came out that weekend. That might have been what that it was. That was probably... Um, which I remember that you and I have talked about that at length. Um, I'm trying to think what else because was it in was that Revelations month. and Combat Evolved Anniversary. Oh. I know for sure because Lego Marvel Superheroes was also in that. That was, just, it. that was it. I Lego think, Marvel Superheroes. No, I think yeah. also for me too. <laughs> considering I'm just trying that to go through was... the biggest ones, Pokemon X and Y were also within that period of time. Um, and, well, and considering too, like it was also a launch title for the PS4. That was also in a time and era where people were very not not very... everyone had PS4s yet. There were well, a lot I, of waiting. I, mean, I had it on 360 originally, and well, I just rebought it again on PS4 because I want to get too, back to the series. But then again, it's like okay, but I could play like one of these other games. And I bought that it in like known January, for multiplayer versus say. that. Um, but I bought you know, it late. did you? Know, it's I just it's kind of whatever. Maybe it was with Andrew. It was Andrew because Andrew was doing all the pre-order stuff. I pre-ordered it because I know I got me and John were playing with someone. Wolf Pack right after the release. It might have been Andrew. It might have been Andrew because I remember I I, yeah, cause I got stuck waiting. Okay. Due to something. Yeah, no, because I remember now. 
because that was the same year that I also got my PS4. Katie bought me the PS4 for Christmas, so I didn't get it until January. On the PS4. On the PS4. Did you not own it for last gen? No. Oh, okay. Because I told myself I'd wait till I had a PS4. Same, same thing for me. That yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's why, like, for me, I felt so lonely just doing it. But yeah. I, I, I loved most of what that game was. Mm-hmm. Characters were a bit weak. Um, I wish there I was I mean, more Edward felt the like the only one that stuff. was awesome. Oh, and I'll say the first mate. The two of them were the two that in the game. Yeah. The only two that I felt were compelling in any Yeah, he, he was really cool. The first mate was awesome. Um, Yeah, it was just, there was a lot going up pretty damn well for me. But then there was like, again, character problems, story problems. Like that that, that stuff going on with Abstergo for me just didn't work. I, I hated it. As much as people did not like the current day story, I feel like what they did after Desmond worked worse. Yeah. No, no I that's completely what we're saying. Agree. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the hacking games because that was just fun. little sidestep to it. But the storyline that was going on had no real cohesion for me. The stupid, like, Oracle guy that is in both times. Like, it was just very disjointed. It felt like there was no direction with it. Yeah, it got too – I think it got too fantastical for me. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then it's like, Um, okay, don't really care anymore. And then Unity comes out, has all those problems – it has story that most people still considered weak that did manage to play it and get through it with all yeah. the glitches. Rogue launches at the same time. Everyone I've talked to who played yeah, Rogue said everyone, it was amazing. Everyone yeah. loves the story of Rogue, but it's last gen. That was Unity. And it doesn't get any attention. Rogue and Unity came out together. That's what I said. Oh, okay. But yeah, but Rogue was last gen and then eventually yeah. got a PC release, but never came to modern generations. And by that time, everybody was focusing on PS4, Xbox One. It was a bad decision not to have Rogue come out to... Next gen consoles, in my opinion. Yep. I mean, I get why they did it, but it was it was a mistake. Yeah. Syndicate came out. Everyone I talked to liked it. So the series, but it has is, too much bad things from before with Unity. True. I mean, I think this this taking a year off does two things for them. It you know removes the the content you know overload. You know, it separates Assassin's Creed from the gaming world for long enough to I wouldn't say make us forget about it. But make it to where we're not thinking about it for a while. Reset then, button. Reset button, basically. It gives us time to finish the game that came out the year before. Because I would always hit the release of the next one and never be finished with the one before. That's it. a yep. good point. We can play Syndicate this year alongside our, our Assassin's Creed release. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. also, the, with not releasing a game, it makes the movie better. Attention focused, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it makes it to where... So, so let's just you know throw out an example here because you know the movie is is a completely separate story, not based on anything. It's I think a, it's a redux kind of. It's weird. It's it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a different era altogether. It's a different era. It's not it has, exactly. It has no connection in terms of actual characters to any other pieces of the franchise. It's in Spain and I, it's a totally different time period. Okay, because I I could have sworn I'm probably mistaken, but I could have sworn he was playing Desmond. No, was it? No, I don't think he was. No, that's fast better. Yeah, no. Um, That's why I thought it was a Redux, and their their um, Callum, the stuff they're wearing. Is, Callum Lynch. Uh, Callum is the Lynch. Guy's name. Okay. Well, hey, His ancestor even, even more Aguilar. Exciting. Even more exciting. I like that Set idea way better. So yeah, so going back to my idea. So you have you know this takes place completely different. You know, say the Assassin's Creed game we were going to get this year was Russia. Fucking, I don't know. Actually, yes. Let's yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm down for that. But whatever, you know, it it sep- You know, you're not trying to be confused. It's like, okay, it's, you know, this completely separates it from anything. It, you from know how games. the com? Okay, so there's been like the four comics. There's the Persia. There's the Russia, and there's like another one that I can't think of right now. That's also mm-hmm. out there. Those are also standalone separate things that do not conflict. 
but are also additional uh, supplemental. Same thing with the uh, side scrolling. The games Chronicles, that are out yeah, the Chronicles set in China and in Arabia, oddly enough. Russia's well the last one. It is Russia, yeah. So they're they're retreading some of the comic book pieces there, um, which is cool. I'm cool with that too. Uh, yeah, let me see. There's no. But yeah, like stupid. it's it's just it's good that they are letting focus onto the movie. And if by God, if we get two game movies that are good this year, What's I'm gonna one? lose my I'm mind. Sorry. Warcraft. Oh, derp. Yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only um, thing that could ruin Warcraft at this point is the writing, honestly. Of yeah. course. Yeah, as, as always. Visually, and it looks phenomenal. It does. I, I think a lot of people that were complaining early on on the CG, they took the time to fix that, and now it's looking great in my mind. Um, yeah, I really think if we get two movies that are capable of merging good story into game-based properties for movies – we could we could see some some great stuff happening, and I can see in the industry how those chi- like those cogs are working because you keep seeing oh this got uh, uh, bought up by someone for movie distribution, and they're thinking about it. Everyone has a pause button on hold for the movie industry to see if gaming movies can work, and if they both come out, new wave of movies coming for the foreseeable future yeah to compete the only problem i see with warcraft is this is actually you know based on the story it's based on the story that we've seen before and and it is changed yeah so everyone's like what's gonna happen how much did they change it you know and at the end of the day kind of the same thing with this too it's just not direct war it hasn't been written right yeah we haven't you know it's this is a completely different series you know the what they're experiencing in warcraft is something that the happened in not in the game it might have happened like during like warcraft one you know but there's enough to know that if they screwed it up it would be apparent yes yeah yeah exactly so i'm excited i'm i'm happy that we're we're getting focus on the movie instead of having to compete with with assassin's creed overload exactly like you're so what's interesting about this and i just read a really quick brief thing about the era that this movie is taking place in okay um what's interesting is before the 15th century uh spain was not a country at all so around 1400 which is when this movie says between 1400 and f- probably about the time that the americas are discovered with 1492 as everyone knows the rhyme um it was actually formed out of it was actually good in american history <laughs> it was actually formed out of a profitable marriage between two uh different thrones was okay. Spain. So, like, that's the era that the movie will be set in and where Fassbender's character will be taking his knowledge from and his, his past experiences and that's from. that's so perfect for his heritage, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his background. Oh, my God. I know. So, so there's that. So, I'm just putting that out there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I want to see these games grow. I'm curious because, like, look, the most interesting thing, I think, out of Unity for me was the, fa- the fake abstergo game console startup that you do when you start the game that was so meta it is but what's really cool about it too is it hints at possibilities that i want to see happen because it has like a list of all the games that they've made on one screen and the top like six or eight are the previous games we've actually played already Mm -hmm. that's so weird and then the bottom set like there's like there's six at the bottom total five of which that you know, there's like two I think in there that reference like the Chronicles and something else that have been like done, but then there's like the game that you're gonna play, which is Unity, and then the bottom three are completely never before seen with concept arts, and one of them is that I want to play, that I want to see, is set during Jazz Era America. Yes, yes, yes. John Coltrane Assassin confirmed. 
That's exactly. Thank you. <laughs> well, wait, okay. I'm a huge jazz nerd, so I need to know which jazz era. Because Coltrane is latter jazz True. era. True. Well, I mean, you're, it, you're talking 100 years. It didn't say so. a specific point in time, but it is 19. Like, it's, it's speakeasies and. Oh, so 1920. So swing. Yeah, Miles Davis is the Templar. <laughs> no, there you go. Too, too early again on that one. Uh, um, man, but I was thinking for a minute. I'm like, can you get? Can you give me my bebop? My bebop shit. That be that's s- that's me. Can like, you let me just see if I can imagine find it. Just like, just like you trying to assassinate someone in like a fucking jazz club. If I see fucking Charlie Parker, my fucking yes. hero of life. Yeah, I will. I will lose my goddamn mind. He's a Templar. We gotta kill him. No, he can't be a Templar. No, he's 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 too fucking cool for that. He's too fucking cool. He's an assassin. He's killing himself on the Can side. Can you imagine? This like Damn fucking it. Charlie Parker is like your master assassin who teaches you. Oh my god, I'd love that. Let's see, let's see. It'd be so trying. weird, but it's so cool. Oh yeah, cool. so okay, so there's uh 12 images on that screen. Okay. Um go to image, please. Yes, there we go. Um Sorry, a lot of moving here. But yeah, uh, like, so regardless, the, though. So the first amazing. one is the game, the one we played, which was actually the original moment in um, French history when that what was it? The Scottish and the French had like that money tied up, and it was that that uh, tragedy of, of Jacques de Molay mm-hmm. that set up like the you idea. Mean count the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. That's all accurate. Uh, immediately after is the Triumph of the Borgia, then the Lone Eagle, which is Haytham's storyline. So those are the top three. And then um, uh, Murder in the Levant, which is um, the original. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, Altair? Thank you. Yeah, Altair. Then uh, the Emperor's Shadow, which is teasing Chronicles' Chinese character. Okay. And that storyline we got in that Ezio short film. Uh, then we got Fear and Loathing in Florence, which is Ezio's. Then we have uh, Washington and the Wolf, obvious. Three. Uh, the Liberation of Lady Aveline, which is Liberation, mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Uh, Devils of the Caribbean. Black Black. Then here's the three that we've never seen before, which now that I'm looking at it, we might have actually just seen the third one. Uh, the Bladed Cross shows an assassin probably – I don't even know um, – Maybe that's Russia. It's hard to tell. That might be Russia. Just because the ornateness of it looks kind of Russian to me. Yeah. So that could be a Chronicles thing. That could also Maybe. be a Chronicles. Yeah, it's probably a Chronicles. Um, but right next to it is Jazz Age Junkies. <laughs> I need to see this picture. And I love it. I love the yes! design. I love the design 100%. That's fantastic. I'm like, he looks like he's oh, <laughs> too good. Like, I want that game. The last one is Helen Hi- uh, Hibernia, which kind of shows an almost Jack the Ripper esque kind of trench coaty one, which kind of makes which me think. Which syndicate? syndicate? Syndicate is what it's making me think of. Okay. So. Yeah, it's Syndicate. It's one of those things where now we've. I think we might wind up seeing a game revolving around jazz, which. Yes, that's something I need. Okay. I need now. I. Take my money. I cannot say that I wouldn't love that. Cause I, <laughs> I know that the rumors and the understanding rumors are that the next one will be Egypt. I love that. Egypt's been so heavily rumored. Which it yeah. sounds like it's not going to be set during the pharaohs and pyramids era because that came actually before the Ashashin existed. Fucking, makes... I want to run up a pyramid. Yeah, that's Come the on. thing. You'll still be set in Cairo. <laughs> it's still set in Cairo. It's just a later space. period. I think it's probably going to be when the British occupied uh, Maybe. That Egypt. would actually go alongside a lot of reports, too, that they're thinking about World War One or World War Two. Yep, which is um, right around then. The, World War II the... would be cool. I've been – I. 
I know their thing is, oh, we can't do vehicles in the Assassin's Creed game. Well, we started with that in Syndicate. Yep. Syndicate, that, you ride carriages. You don't drive any. Take an extra you actually, year. You actually, no, that's true. That you have a couple driving uh, sequences. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to go back, there were a few driving sequences in terms of carriage and horses in previous games, too. Well, and technically, we flew with Ezio in two. No. Um, <laughs> Ezio did a couple. Oh, yeah. The flying machine. Well, he did oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And, the, true. and the tank in Brotherhood. That was yeah. two. What was... The flying machine was out in two. Was on brother? No, the flying two. The flying was in. Bro, it was in uh, two. Was that was two? that was when you first met him. Right. Brotherhood is that. when you're going and sabotaging all of his like fucking tank d- d- uh, <laughs> <laughs> things. Which, in addition to the tank, I'm there was sorry, actually segments it. where you're racing through canyons yeah. on a carriage. Yeah. I'm sorry, but cool. we can't have vehicles in Assassin's Creed games. Exactly. Fucking pirate ships. It. Pirate Unity. Ships. Unity. You had the flash forwards to World War One in oh, Paris. God, about that. It's so cool and. That's why, for me, like, I, you know what would be a great way? Because I think we're all on board with this. Yes, we need a year. Mm-hmm. We need to figure this stuff out. Yes, we need to breathe. You, I, I think I know what yours is. What do we all want as the next Assassin's Creed game? What are you talking, like, era-wise? Well, era-wise, what kind of, like, new additions would okay, you want to so see? so I, I don't have an era. Going along with the era. This is what I want. Okay. Aside from Black Flag and the Frontier in 3... You end up running around towns and cities that all feel very similar, you know. And when they don't feel similar enough, is when the game usually suffers criticism. Yeah. So this is what Actually, I want. Sadly, yeah. this is what I I want a drastic change of scenery, in the sense where maybe it is just Egypt, and it's you know desert esque, and we're running around something like that. I would concur on that one too. It's just you know, yeah, you know, it's it's you know, American. Well, what's cool is during that era, specifically, like speak to that one. What's cool about that era is that when the British started occupying it, you got a lot of like wooden structures built around these ancient pieces, and then you had like people like the the British army were setting up bases like next to old Egyptian structures mm-hmm. with like mortars and and palisades and everything made out of wood as defensive places so that's the kind of neat thing is that there were forts built around like the pyramids and stuff so you're like you could do that you could put that in the game and you can run there what's cool is cairo backs up like if, if you've seen an aerial shot actually of the giza pyramids cairo itself the city now backs up pretty much right to the edge of all the pyramids like you could drive the outer skirt highway and you're seeing the pyramid right next to you yeah that's how close the city is so you could if you go flash back a few decades you know those cities are built right next to those pyramids then too it's just an old city well, and like shout out to the mummy, but I yeah, love yeah. I love oh, that. Absolutely. Era. That's the, that's exactly what I've been thinking yeah, this whole colonial time. Colonial Britain, that yeah. going on. But you know, yeah, like you know, obviously in the games you have you know Italian architecture versus you know yeah French Rome and, and, and yeah exactly Italy. Well, they're um, all <laughs> Italy, different Italy, places within Rome, Italy. America. I can't remember where Revelations took place off the top of my head. Oh, that Revelations was, the, well, that was, was Turkey. That's it was right, Turkey. Correct. Yeah, they're all similar in the sense where it's you know you know. There's only so many ways you can do make a fucking building, but even still. And I yep. also think a part of that, and I got two ideas that I might want to share. I've got two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think part of that is the fact that we're in an age where many people favor open world gameplay, but that also inhibits a different type of of, of yeah. play and I'm a different not, type of storytelling too. I'm story not asking for well. you know something where the entire game is like the frontier. Please no. I don't want that. No, but I want. But having the ability to go to a place similar to, like, the thing about the number of, with Egypt, what's nice is you have a lot of tomb exploration. 
Yes. That's the biggest avenue right there is tomb exploration. Again. That'd be cool. Yeah. Get your tomb raider. In there. Something that I want to see return to the series because I saw it happen in Unity and I've heard that it has some of that those elements in Revelations is you know that you in most previous games you had the ability to go and search and search and find all these secrets and and do a bunch of like cave and and temple exploration. Are you talking about like was it two or Brotherhood where you had those basically like those free running trials where you had to get through them quick enough and it gave sort you of those those were definitely elements of it. What I was getting towards is that they they all had those sorts of things revelations had the or brother had the coolest one because you would you found the yeah. um the roman uh it was uh brutus's armor mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 and you had to go through the catacombs it was awesome exactly was so, so all those trials like that, that were great that all went away in unity That's with true. unity when you finally get your in that case in, in unity it was finding all the symbols around the city uh-huh. um, yeah. was the big grind thing you had to do to find the special armor well that special armor turned out to just be a black cosmetic version of Altair's costume wow. it had no bearing on your armor I just remember too you know you find you know the the place where they end up as the the current day area for brotherhood mm-hmm. and you're just in that vault and you're just sitting there looking at fucking Altier's master armor and you're just like I that's need this. yeah well then what's cool is uh i also loved it in um four because in four you found the aztec assassin armor that's all gold and covered mm-hmm. in wings yeah, and it was, stuff it was like like ridiculous but also really it was cool. really flashy and cool yeah it, it also had the, it was kind of reserved in the sense where like most of the other ones got really huge and hung down heavy in that one his kind of looked more slimmed Slam, down yeah, yeah. But that one too, you also wound up getting when you like got everything. You got the sweet uh, item that made it so that bullets bounced off you because you found out that that armor had uh, had magnets put in the armor. What? So the magnets <laughs> actually repelled metal, so that like if anyone came at you with a high velocity, it just repelled. It was like it's they kind tried of ridiculous, to explain it, but it's no, still it's fun. it's not it kind of. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was absolutely. <laughs> but like the idea, it, the idea was implanted in there that made you go. I mean, this this series is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Let's sure, do it. sure. Why cool. not? Um, I would like magic or something. Oh, no, it's right? like something that, stupid. Yeah, right. Blessed by the the ones. Well, from that's before. what they said, and then and then you read it, and it's like, <laughs> well, upon further inspection, it looks like there's just a lot of magnets. That's a really armor. cool idea. I don't know if they could make it work in Assassin's yeah. Creed game, Salem Witch Trials. I, I That'd be pretty cool. That's a pretty good one, especially since I mean, think about how you could actually like play with that theme and like. You could implicate people, or save people fun. from being that'd be, implicated. That'd be really cool. Um, um, I, I, I had a, I had some, some similar ones along. Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, actually, you, you still had a second. Right? Well, and that wasn't even my first. That was just oh, something okay. I had just curtailed off of his thought there. But uh, yeah. So I want to see the return of that stuff. Um, I'd like to see kind of what they started with. Um, this most recent one. Syndicate. Syndicate. Thank you. Um. Where you had male and female playability. Yep. I kind of feel like at this point in time, you can write a story about a character, have it be compelling, and not have to care about what gender the person is, nor the appearance of that character. So long as you have two set names, one for a male and one for a female body. Everyone that I talked to said that the... I can't remember their names. Evie's. Evie was... Was more fun than his brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. The brother was a lot less fun to play. That's all I've I hear heard. he was a huge dick. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> Well, because I've heard that he's more focused on making the criminal syndicate, and she's more focused on the assassin order, and that's yeah. what makes yeah. it. He's got the wonky, eh, we're coming up in the streets of London, Kai. And then she's like, they I'm overdid... a well British lady. <laughs> With him, they, they overdid the Cockney, which sucks, because yeah. I actually like, when they, when Cockney is proper, it's it's got subtlety. Kingsman. Thank you, yes. 
when you have it like that, it's like someone told him to speak Cockney, and he was like, <laughs> okay, I talk like this now. I'm a fucking British wanker. Br- British wanker. I'm away, and I will kick you with my cane. I'll beat you. I'll beat you down in the streets of the so, London. Uh. That being said, though, like I it's... Oi! Oi! <laughs> That's what I always think. Oi! You fucking want me. You fucking want me. Um... But yeah, that's that's kind of one thing I want to see is as the series goes forward, the ability to create your own character within some restrictions. Okay, I'm down. Because I like to be like, because I kind of like the uh, unity element where like when you spawn into like multiplayer stuff, it just throws a look at you essentially. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like Unity had the cool idea of co-op stuff, basically wolf packing single player. The the way they did it was really clunky and kind of dumb because it's just instance missions that you can go to. Mm-hmm. That kind of works, but I'd definitely like to see some sort of evolution of that thought train because at the end of the day, you're an assassin in a world full of assassins. Like, make that work for your friends and stuff because I did like the idea. And, and they, I just felt like it never capitalized the way that, that that promo trailer always showed was like, oh, you guys team up and move around the right way, and then you just sync up and That's kill That's something that they really yeah. need to rehash, because I'm pretty sure Syndicate had no multiplayer. It had none. So they really need to take a look and figure out what they want to do with multiplayer. If they bring it back to the old version, if you know, Brotherhood and Revelations in 3, cool. Yeah. If they want to keep it like Unity, cool. Just flush it out If more. you could mix the two up even. Yes. Like, that's fun too, because Wolfpack was the most Wolfpack fun Wolfpack was had. amazing. I did not enjoy... Just regular old. Assassin. I didn't like any of the, that. Other because stuff. my biggest problem with the the multiplayer aspect of like Brotherhood and Revelations was is a game that you had to spend a lot of time in mm-hmm. to get the tools to be good at that game. Yeah, I liked, I liked Brotherhood multiplayer a lot because it was very simple. And yeah, it was very understandable, and it didn't rely so heavily on the tools. Just literally your skills at yeah. understanding how the mechanics worked. Yes. Yep. Then it started getting off the rails with three. You know I was what? also really bad at it, and John Luke was really good. <laughs> yeah, my brother angry. was insanely good, and I was it. bad at it. I so I agree it. with that. Yeah, that was the same for me and my brother. Yeah. But put me Wolfpack, and me and some friends could sync up. and so just, much it, fun. It was just like, all right, we're going to take these guys in three, two, and then you all just stab a guy. And you're, and you're, like, you're just teaming. <laughs> so good. So, you know, actually another thought I could have is is I'd like maybe even the story just to be isolated to a single player and pair a, a compelling four-player co-op story. But actually with make the them Wolfpack. characters. Yeah, make them actual characters like four friends or something, four assassins who are, have been partnered up for a long time. Assassin's Creed Four Swords. Thank you. Yes. Like, uh, the, the two eras, though, that come to mind that I would like to see would be uh, the Jazz era, which I've already expressed. But another one that came to mind is Edo period Japan Ooh. with shoguns oh. and that oh. waning period of the Ooh. government and the imperialism. <laughs> I think yeah. it got a little hard there. I know. <laughs> samurai, that's a little weird. Think about but... this. The master level assassin armor would be samurai armor. Yes. I'm I mean, or master ninja. Like you have you could have. I mean the fact that they the fact that they're already kind of building towards this like you kind of have to min and max your stuff and really try and figure out like Unity does it a lot with like do you want to be more speed oriented and shadowy or do you want to be heavy Unity armored and fight? Unity is all about the stats, yeah. So you can lean into that with a ninja and and samurai theme kind of within that Japan. That would be actually Here's an a idea. great because because of like the warring clans. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. Oh so this this might be too crazy. Okay, hit me. <laughs> you. <Let's do> this. <laughs> You essentially introduce a class system into into Assassin's Creed, something like that, where it's literally just you know maybe it's just you know a faction idea. Well, and, and you they align yourself kind of... with this faction, or then when you align yourself with this faction, you get access to tools and weapons and skills. 
Throw a fucking tech tree into Assassin's Creed. Let's do well, it. No, no, I'm right there with you. Because when you think about it, like they've already kind of done that. But each game is just sort of isolated down to that character's strengths and weaknesses. Yes. Because like Edward, not the best sneaky. Pretty bad, in fact. But you throw him into a fight, and he can counter every fucking guy in the room and drop them all, so it doesn't really matter. It's like, that fucking statement, oh, though. Not the guys. best sneaky. I'll, I could sneak in or just fall in the center and just attack them all. Yeah, right. Um, I I love this idea of Japan. Actually, like now that I'm I'm thinking about it, yeah. I've got a couple of different things. So mechanic wise, not only do we get that skill tree in there, that would be really not awesome. even like a skill tree, just different. Ta- well, tech tree, like a class yeah, system, yeah, yeah, yeah. class based systems. Um, not only that, but I think it would be an awesome opportunity to maybe try again at the mistakes of the old. Now yep. that they have more time with it, um, I like the idea. Let me stress that enough, yeah, yeah. not the execution yeah. of revelations with base defense. However, it was done very, very poorly. It was, okay? it was now, touchy. Now, let's not do base defense per se, but warring armies. Yeah. That's how they scouted. Like, they scout the terrain. They have a reader, flag movements. Yeah. You get your different parts of the army to move in on locations, and we can get, like, an RTS sort of feel into an Assassin's Creed game, which gives it a new, like, mechanic if to you're explore gonna do the base and defense, check with. Oh, just for smaller combat scenarios, too, do an overhead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm seeing with with this. RTS Stop with idea. this whole like I'm standing here and no, I have to move terrible. slow and turn my head. Go, yeah. Cody, go. I just, I, can we just do an Assassin's Creed just RTS straight up? Just. I would love it. <laughs> like, that's that's why I'm so excited <laughs> for Halo you Wars Two, man. Fuck it. Let's just great. combine all those peripheral game types because we also had the 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 in Brotherhood you had the team building where you would set your group of atta- assassins. You also mm-hmm. had in Revelations a little bit. It was a little clunky in that one. That whole thing just fucking blew up on me and the fact that, like, I couldn't recruit anyone else. It was weird. I really, you know, the whole idea with each person you recruited having a small little storyline. And if it was just, you know, you know, we go here, I recruit you, we go on a couple missions together, and then we go assassinate this guy. And then I send you out on some, then I send you out on a few missions. And then you, when you completely max out, I go, okay, you are now the master of this area. Yeah. And now we get that for Japan, but with generals. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be great. So and the fact those... that you like, could customize those guys. That was the other cool thing, is that you customize what weapons oh, and their right. look by their, the color of their skins. Like, or not the, 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 the skins, you know. Yeah, yeah so to speak. Not the skins. Not the actual but the skins. skins but... If we go real fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy, you know, we could do, like, an Advance Wars thing with, like, each general having a special ability that they get for, like, an RTS thing yeah. or slash assassination thing. Well, and then, and then you... I'm going to go fucking balls the out cool crazy. Part, the no. cool part... No, no, no. <laughs> the cool part idea. is that then, like, they have their own personalities, and each personality kind of gravitates towards a different kind of defense. Because, you like, if you want someone that's, like, knowledgeable in the ocean, you're going to put them in a district that's close to the fucking ocean. If they're knowledgeable in land-based defense... You're going to put them, like, in a landlocked area and be like, all right, command this area for me. Well, like, lances, arrows, yeah, yeah. swords, specialties, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I think those are the three. Like, if out of the either one of those three, I'd be happy with. Egypt, here. So, the Jazz cool era, thing, too. The Japan. And the, the, well, I got one more. And they can. Okay, one more, okay. Yeah, go for it, actually, so we can get that touched on. Okay. So, my last big idea, because I, I had one, but then the Japan idea, oh, yeah, just like, no. I'm like, I'm going to throw yeah, that yeah. one away. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the idea of trying to bring in more opportunities for vehicle-based combat into Assassin's Creed. We don't need it fully fleshed out or the focus of the game. However, I want a game that's not set as an open world for a change. I'm going to propose it. It's a crazy mm. idea Go when everything's moving that way. But I want a World War II game. We can have big, big areas to explore and to like 
try and move around to get to objectives because as you know war is kind of crazy and during that time a lot of subterfuge was happening on the side as well maybe we could go on a mission to get hitler thief set in world war ii thief set in world war ii that would be great or on another side note maybe we could go look at a different part of the war that doesn't really get touched on a lot which is the south uh, uh or the uh south africa cam- campaigns That'd be cool. and everything too i would love to see africa fleshed out in world war ii setting but with assassins another idea i just kind of want to see it i don't know that they do it it's simple world war one trench warfare that that's another thing that I was thinking. One cool. of the two. I kind of feel like that would be a little bit more interesting too, because then you have to deal with mustard gases and things like that. Like that. Right. Uh, and it never gets touched on. That's another one. World yeah. War One never gets remembered as much as World always War Two. Yeah. The other thing that I like to see, just because you mentioned that, is within that it'd be a compelling storyline if you were a German assassin who had to con- like deal with the fact that your country was going this route, and you're like, yeah, this is wrong. You could be one of the defectors, but yeah, then like, work as a secondary. Ooh, that's... Ooh. Because that would, make, that, would, that would propel so much more of the plot. Just one more that. idea just came to my mind. Cold War. Do it in a sense where... No, the Bond. People, Bond, Bond assassins. Yeah, yeah, so pretty much you're just... <laughs> I want that eventually. I just don't know right We'd now. have no, to right go now, through right that as a stepping stone. As I would like to see the idea of, you know, like... You know, you just have people who who actually want to push for the war, and mm. basically, you as an assassin are killing those people in a way to where they don't actually start the war. Oh, we That'd actually cool. something that I thought of earlier that just popped back in my head uh, when we mentioned Egypt earlier. We were talking a lot about how the British Empire taking that. Mm-hmm. What if we also the other era that they could touch on that'd be interesting and really cool is uh, Alexander and Alexandria that period Ooh. when the uh, yeah 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 yeah. Another good. one that I'd like to see that I just thought of too is Genghis Khan and the Mongolian yes. horde. That'd be well, great. and I think I think Asia as a as just as a it's whole just so is missing, missing in, in it's a lot of Europe. I mean, it's, Europe. it's all Europe it's actually all Europe. with yeah. one no two in the Americas, America and the Caribbean. Yeah, um, and that's colonial, so it's yeah. pretty much still kind of Europe. Is Canada, Rogue is in Canada. Yep, uh, Nova Scotia area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I like to see that I just thought of too, because we touched on it, is I also like to just see more of those games that and, and, and series that they've brought up in other mediums come to a full fledged game. Like we've seen the girl from the China one, we've seen her in multiple mediums. We've seen her in a comic book, we've seen her in Chronicles of the Game, we've also seen her as a screenshot just now, and we've seen her in that uh, mini movie featuring old Ezio and how she sought his help. What was it called? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Was the, I, I can't remember the name of it, but I can't yeah. Remember it, but yeah, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a 3D animated film. Yeah. Embers is popping it's into my head. It's Embers. It's it? Embers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're totally right. right but. It's Embers because it was also the last few days of Ezio's life. Yeah. That's right. Um, but she sought his help, and she, he, he gave her the proper advice to take back to China and take back her country, which was cool. So... That's one that I like to see. I've seen a lot of stuff involving Russia. We saw the car- the guy that actually uh, in Brotherhood, I think it was. Or no, which one? Yeah, it was Brotherhood that had the uh, – no, three. It's three. What? Yes. So in three, in, the, in Abstergo's building, the guy that you kill at the top of the building – as Desmond, uh, the Templar guy, he's the he's the real world the uh, black and yellow guy. Yeah, he's got blonde hair. Um, I can't think of his name, but he from the comic book I remember he was care. the guy. He knows all this shit off the top of his head. I know, right off the top of his head. But that's the guy that's uh, the descendant of the Russian assassin. I find his name right now. Oh no, kidding! I think it starts yeah. with H. I I'm, I'm like on it right. Give me just a second. I know. Uh, I just no, these are these are all. I got an easy. 
Sure. <laughs> uh, technical <laughs> difficulties. Party pardon. John Luke, please. Computer, look up. I know, right? Mm. Um, Modern day. I mean, the Russian guy from the the history is Nikolai Orlev. Correct. Um, this is too much research. No. Topic. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Going through history. But uh, um, that was the cool part. Was I had the comic book from the Russian and at the end you find out that it's the Templar kid that you kill in three something cross Daniel Cross Daniel, Daniel Cross thank you yeah. <laughs> thank you wow. you're welcome everybody um, saved it <laughs> yeah you did that was almost a disaster but uh, <laughs> what's interesting is that he was the one being tortured by Abstergo because he was uh, he was one of the uh, patients yep. just like Desmond and them Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. He was but one of like the ones driven insane. Like a, a kind of like a winter soldier type kinda, of character. Yeah, they, he was they made him an assassin, but for them. Yeah, and so then you killed him in oh. in three. So that's cool. But yeah, so that's one of those things where like that's one that I'd like to kind of touch on is maybe see him, kind of as like a counter Assassin's Creed one, where like at Desmond was locked up in a room and kept having to like research the room. I wouldn't necessarily want that game again, but I'd like that kind of vibe and feeling from yeah. a character that's locked up and defects. That'd be cool. I really. I really liked the whole. I can't remember which number it was, but regardless. Yeah, yeah. In. In um, Revelations. Well, in Revelations is where it reaches pinnacle, but you know, in two and in Brotherhood, you have the you know the relics and stuff left behind by which other subject was before you. I don't remember what it is. I think it's sixteen. Sixteen sounds right. Regardless, and then yeah. he's with you on. Animus Island in Revelations. Revelations. Which was cool. I, I liked that. that. I, I liked how like weird and kooky he First was. First person Mario Brothers. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Mario Brothers it. slash Portal slash yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I, I just it. liked that idea of we need to get back to this whole idea of and I mean a lot of it stems from the removal that the essential removal of the modern day storyline. Where you basically have someone working been, what's, with you. What's shitty too is that they've continuously been working on it. In a sense that in in Unity, or actually in 4, you meet and interact with both the main two characters, the British dude and the girl. No, that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of names. It doesn't the matter. The annoying British guy? Yeah. I but, think it's Sean. Uh, Sean. 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 No, it's, it's, it's Sean. Carl. And then the, uh, <laughs> and then the other chick. But uh, you work with those two. They're, in fact, they're actually just sending you shit through the internet and hoping yeah. that you do their stuff they're for them. They're spam messaging. Yeah, but yeah. no, just this whole idea of, you know, a lot of You it do again. meet them in the lobby selling coffee. Coffee, Wow. And sending messages wow. via so cool. couriers. Um, but this is the whole idea of you have, you know, you are essentially trapped by Abstergo being forced to put through these missions. And someone else who was trapped left you these clues. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think, I think that and another thing that for me has been lacking, again, when we go back to the story... Um, modern day story has heavy to do on that. I don't mind some of the characters that we get to experience in the Animus, but where is this all leading to? I love the idea that we had a larger plot going on on the side, and that is totally fallen apart. It's gone. It's gone. All it is at this point is basically telling you it exists without actually doubling down on any progression. Yeah. So, like, where what happened to fucking? Juno? I mean, I need to find out what what's the modern meta stuff yeah. in what Syndicate still. Yeah, because like Unity has very minimal of it so far. Unity. Like you get emails. That's about it. You get emails well, on your uh, yeah. Helix. 
Because you're like a beta tester or something. You're a beta tester. Now? Yeah. Why is that not the Animus Ab- anymore? Well, no, that's the thing is that the mass production Maybe. Animus that Abstergo sent out to the masses to basically simulate games so they can find information in blood data from assassins is whole... called Helix. Yeah, you're I a bunch understand... of data minders. I don't understand yeah. why they had to go meta like this. And oh no, we're creating a game that's Black Flag and. If they do so, it correctly, it would be fine. It's just they didn't do it correctly. Th- well, no, the thing is, is like what we're playing should just be a footnote in the real story. That's what it is. Is because like like in Black Flag, you saw that oh, we were beta testers trying to test out this machine, and then you find out from Sean and the other girl that oh, what they're actually doing is they're mass producing it so that they can sift through thousands and thousands and thousands of histories at once without having to keep getting one test subject at a time. They just steal one guy's blood, and then they make a game out of that blood, and then they basically have everyone search for information. Yeah, you're data miners. And then in the sequel, in, in Unity, you play one of the kids who got the console at home trying to sift through that data, <laughs> and you're so getting dumb. emails from Sean and her so in this dumb. one. And that's so f- as far yeah, as it's gone. We, we need something to happen with, with Sean and What's-Her-Face. We need... You know what? <laughs> Like, this well, year needs to do that. This year needs to double down and actually give you some real-world substantial next piece. Year? Next That's year. what I mean. Yeah. But The only thing I'm worried about at this year. point is I'm afraid of them hitting a reset button. Just literally starting They've over. done so much with it, it'd be shitty of them to do that. That's all I'm going to say. But I think they might also realize they backed themselves into a corner. I and mean, they might just be like, fuck it, wreck-on. They can, I think there are ways that they could possibly fix that. Or Focus int- on Juno. We go. Fix the stuff with the Oracle. Here we go. And put in the last two characters. The anyway, entire continue. Assassin's Creed series so far was actually a game about making games. Kill me now. <laughs> and now we're going to start a new game. So <laughs> I'll give you this. This is what I'm thinking now. This next one, we don't give ourselves a first-person meta bullshit thing with Helix or beta testing at Abstergo or whatever. I want a full fledged story again. That's what I was going to say. So, this next one, now that we've played those in- instances and we know that this is information that's been going on, they've really they've really taken like a, an excerpt and stretched that out across three games, across Syndicate 2, from what I understand. They need to then take it to the next step where they have somebody else enter the organization along with Sean and her, make that character a, a, a fan creation. Like, make the people that are playing the game create themselves in the real world recruited by the assassins like desmond and you still tell a compelling storyline like with desmond where third person you're roaming around worlds and then do something along those lines i like the entire idea except for the whole creating your own character thing i only talk about for imagery okay because i mean they give it a name give that character a name i just want that that connection to the character because they look like you how about on the on the line of that maybe like reverse it so okay maybe you get that option in yeah. the animus for right. going well, through history. I'm down that as a customizable well, assassin. And, that's well, what that's, I'm saying. And that's what I was uh, – the cool part is that you know how all the assassins before looked a lot like Desmond because mm-hmm. Desmond was one in it? When you create your character in the meta, it transfers it automatically into the animus. Okay. I'm just thinking like recreate – features that are unique to that Well, character. and story-wise too, I'm thinking maybe now we could have an Assassin's Creed where – you are like a, like you're a soldier you know like yeah, yeah. one of the assassins and Creed that's kind of what i was thinking not named not known 
but you're experiencing events through other named characters and other big events going on. I'd be down then if your main character is the one that's set in modern times, and he now will start carrying forward the modern story. No, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I know no, I'm no, hitting the table a lot, but I'm like I'm piecing I'm it together. For. Okay, so yeah, no, that's, that's kind of really the same thought I had. Yeah, not necessarily you know giving the character a name, and it's just, you know maybe it's something as generic as you know it's just a unisex name. I don't want that. I want something, you know, just Michael give an idea. Go for it. No, no. Like, literally just, like, subject 21 or something like that. Maybe. That would be great. I wouldn't, I mean, specifically to subject, that's Abstergo's designation for an assassin under captivity and forced to do that I, stuff. Maybe the, we, okay, then let's, let's go back to that. Well, it, no, that's fine. That's fine to an extent. But what I was also getting at was I'd also like to see the other characters go just call you even just assassin or something like that because you're a contact and they don't want to reveal names they, they, have, they have to explain it you have to give actual code reason name. why you do you will have a fucking a name. code name if there's if there's enough reason behind it enough yeah. thought if the plot is moving forward fine i just i think the best moments of plot moving forward for modern day setting for assassin's creed has always been with desmond yeah. i yeah. i may hate no, yeah. desmond the character but his had the most story no, yeah. relevance Absolutely. going on so i think Him we need another desmond but oh, better see yeah. yeah, Lucy was awesome. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's kind of what I'm getting at is that regardless of how your character comes into being in the in the modern world, the only reason why I said the character creation physical form was just so that when you go into the game, it automatically makes it transfer because it's then then you then you're overthinking again like they do. But I also want to see actual missions like they showed off in three with it, within the real world of like running around places oh, in the real that. world. I want a lot more of that. And feel like you're a tangible in the real world more I mean, than just here's, here's the thing in a place. Everyone thought that Watch Dogs was going to be a modern day Assassin's Creed. Fuck that. It was not. We're getting Watch Dogs too, by the way. Fuck Kill that. us. Um, insert video of Cody throwing disc here. <laughs> I love that creepy. So why I love it. <laughs> but it's. I want. Maybe that's just the answer. A modern day Assassin, straight up, modern day Assassin's Creed game. I always like to still like the thing was with that is I always like that still in small doses, and I feel like a full fledged game would tire me out in a maybe, way that I even if it's just fifty fifty, I'm okay with that too. I just I feel like the game pulls its mo the the biggest amount of its plot lines and and coolest plot moments are from when like your assassin is hallucinating stuff that they see from the other world. And, and the only you get that you yeah, need to look, mix look that. at it this and way. It's awesome to go back into history and experience new things. Yeah. Here's the thing, Brotherhood. People love the story. What do they love about the story of Brotherhood? The ending. What happens in the ending? Modern day shit. But that yeah. that's what I'm saying. So we can have our our, you know, insert assassin yeah, here yeah. in the the fix the fictional history part of it, but then we can have our main character in the modern day. So we can move forward plot points and big things that way, but we're going back in time to maybe get a few things that we're seeing as like a like a regular assassin well, on the sidelines of other in big characters training. back in the day. And the fast training. Yeah, maybe we could even visit Ezio or something. And that's yeah. like the main character back in back in time, but we are the main character in modern day. I'm just saying like I don't mind having like a like a like a character maker for past history. I just think it doesn't work as well for a modern day because the modern day needs someone to gravitate towards so we can have a big story. Because I think that's the worst part of the story right now. Is the well, and see, and, and we to, to be clear, that. I don't want to create a, any name. I want to kind of Commander Shepard. That's what that's I want. That's what I'm trying to establish. Like I'm really trying. History, well, like back in time. well, that's what I'm saying is that if you do that in a modern day setting, you know, throw a name at him. 
whatever the name is, you have to make it make sense. Make you know, find a core with him. But just for appearance reasons, it's because you're going into the animus that the animus then transfers your character's image from modern day into that past character. If you equate it to Shepard, I'm okay with it. That's what I'm saying. Is it's it's Commander Shepard assassin kind of level where it's you're creating a character but he's his character he okay. is who I he just, is i want to make sure that it's a character that can have impact and right no that's what i was trying within to get lore. and a that's character what I was like shepherd can yes so yeah, I'm yeah. Okay with that. that's okay. that's, that's what i was trying to establish was it's very this, much that, that idea like yeah you're making an image because it's you i think so just to bring everything together and kind of close off here i think yeah. the big thing is you know, we can speculate about what time period as much as as much as fun as you know as as cool as it would be. As we proved today, you can pretty much jump to any yeah, period. You know. and I think what we play all with it. really want is a modern day story that makes sense again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's the biggest fault of 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 Assassin's Creed. We have nothing to tie our hate what that we're this doing is a topic because I'm brainstorming still and I want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap it up here before uh, long. But one shout out would be if we did the Japan one, you could do temple running stuff and incorporate some like almost Studio Ghibli level shit with that because it's for weird. like the modern day. No, like oh it, for like back in time. Like when you're going back in time and you have to do like temples and stuff like. You know how, like, in the other games when you do, like, old uh, tombs and things like that? Like, if you do a tomb in Japan, you could get almost, like, Studio Ghibli-level, like, animations of, like, old tombs and castles and shit. Maybe castles, yeah. Because that'd be kind of interesting, at least, to kind of throw back and make it make it brighter, more vibrant or something. Like, you could do some fun stuff. You There's just some really fun stuff. Because of how feudal Japan works, there's just not much left after what they did to each other. No. Well, that's what I was saying. No, start in Edo. That's why you start in the Edo period is before the feudal stuff starts. Like, you lead into all that, and then you can at least see, like, a big grand city, and then it slowly, over time, becomes what it is. That would be cool if they just kind of took the approach that, like, could be a Bushido. Took, where it's, you know, it's it's over a much broader span of time. Yeah. You that's, see. that's what I like. I, that, was one of my, that was one of the favorite things was you saw a lot of time pass. I mean, Kenway's time even was pretty far uh, edwards specifically his was spread out over like 10 or 15 years was it really wow yeah yeah when you think about it yeah so yeah, like those are games all black flag, so. <laughs> unity also takes place over like 15 years too wow yeah socket life for not playing these games yeah so it's it, it, it's good like i mean hell if you want to go back fucking assassin's creed 3 took place over like 25 years well yeah in a way technically because yeah, well actually hell if you want to really get technical it was like 45 years hey them yeah well i mean just the what I want is, you know, you see you see the Ezio character go, yeah. you know, active assassin for, you know, three games. X oh, yeah. Of years. Oh, yeah. I no, want to I send like that. that again. I Ultimately, agree. the most that. exciting thing is we've got an extra year mm-hmm. to catch up on the games we've missed, get mad at them, and then speculate. look forward to the future. And, speculate, like and watch speculate. a movie. And see, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> December Maybe a couple even. Cause 16th? I, yeah, we'll see how that works with Star Wars. Something like that. We'll see Not how that works year. with Star Wars if that's the Let's case. Let's see. I just have to hit the, back the like twice. Oh, no. There's no, this. I, that's no, what I'm no, saying. No. There can be competing uh, with uh, Rogue One. Um, if if it does come out in December, which... It is December, I know. It's for December? A fact. Okay. Yeah. That's, ru- that's rough. 21st. Okay. All right. I wish him luck. I hope uh, I hope we get a really badass trailer. We will. First trailer. E3? Uh, Maybe. Ooh. Probably. Is Ubisoft doing that's a good idea. This year? That's no, that's a good idea. I don't think they are. Um, did you see the, I think that's a note, smart idea. I forgot we never talked about this, but did you see the EA dropped out of Yeah, E3 this that's year? a side note. Did yeah. they really? They did. Yeah. The only thing so I they seen lost for, their spot. The only thing I saw about E3 conferences so far this year is the PC ones returning. 
PC's returning. Yep. EA's out. Um, we I don't, don't think Bethesda will do another one. I don't think Bethesda's Bethesda doing will. another one. They, they already are? announced. Oh they already God. announced they're doing another one. Wow. Um, okay, that's they're probably going to do a Fallout 4 DLC announcement. They're probably yeah. going to. They, you remember they also started a bunch of those mobile games. That's yeah, true. Like the, the Elder Scrolls Hearthstone copy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot because they did a bunch of those. But side note: if EA is dropping out, that does leave a spot open. Do you think Nintendo will be coming back to EA? or E3 this year for the reveal of the NX. I think that's smart for them. I think that would be really smart. Well, especially since they also announced that Sensi Wada's death, we saw the last, the last one of those directs. Yeah. Like what would that direct direct anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So the next for E3, they're going to do a straight presentation Boom. probably with Treehouse. Nintendo's probably Square coming back. Don't do, Square don't do a conference. Don't do a conference. Please no. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the, uh, we're announcing is. the game later. Step off. You know, I'm fine. You know, you look at how seven was announced during Sony's, and you know what? Let's do more of that shit. Throw seven in Sony's. Throw Kingdom Hearts in Sony's. Throw Kingdom Hearts in Microsoft. I don't give a fuck. Don't make me sit through an hour of bullshit just for one trailer I'm interested in. Yeah. Flip stable. So don't do that either. Kill self. <laughs> uh, oh, All I right. forgot about that. Doom. Bethesda's doing Doom as well. Doom will be out by then. It's May. Doom's May. Yeah, but they're probably going to have something showing. I'm getting at. Yeah, because well, they also have that. They have uh, Dishonored 2. When's that one? That's uh, not confirmed yet. Okay, that well, it's already been announced. There no, it's is, been no, announced, but not a date confirmed. No, no date. But yeah. that's still that's probably an E3 thing. That's yes. what I was getting at. Uh, they also have a bunch of mobile stuff. I forgot. Like Fallout Shelter has its own app. They have like a bunch of other stuff, which has been continuously being updated. And I don't play much anymore. Uh, Fallout um, DLC makes no sense. Yeah, Fallout DLC for sure. Probably yeah, I play that game. I have that, and then play like two hours. Um, I have it. Yeah, I just haven't played enough of it because play fucking shit like That's what Fire Emblem for. and the Division. Uh, oh shit, I forgot. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I think Elder Scrolls Online needs to die. I'm sorry. I still wanted to go back and play that. I but do too, I just, but I still. I don't know. I, I don't know. For them. Um, Look forward to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Bring it back on topic. <laughs> Or but not. no, like it's it's an interesting thing. I, I'm I'm excited for E3 this year, and I think you're right. I think we will get a trailer for Assassin's Creed at E3. That's a smart idea. I think that's a really smart idea. If Ubisoft does end up doing their uh, full conference again, yeah, I don't know if it'll be a full conference, but yeah, I still we'll think see. it would be smart as a side note for Sony because that's like Sony's going to have a press conference. So why not will show they? it at the Sony? Will Sony going to have one? Um, uh. <laughs> no shit. Like yeah, just just looking at this stuff, there's How not dare you a whole lot they can probably do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think it does it for today. Assassins, go kill some people. Yeah, Happy exciting. Happy Valentine's Day, fuckers. A lot of potential. <laughs> go that kill people do. with a partner. Yeah, a lot of potential for an extra year. Yeah. Awesome. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.